everyone. Another episode of Saturday Night Sith, episode twelve. In fact, we're getting we're we're doing good so far. Episode twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Fractured Filter, along with always Jay Hitman. How's it going, good sir? Oh, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. You know, the last couple weeks I've been think the last two or three shows I've told everybody I'm just in a feisty mood and I just it just continues (laughs) to uh yeah, it, well, the, the, the mood continues. Like I say, you know, Disney's Disney Star Wars is the gift that keeps on giving, and it's certainly I think I the quoted gift that, that keeps on, on giving uh, for us. I, I quoted that. I sent out a tweet earlier before the show saying that, uh, to quote my partner in crime, it's the gift that keeps <laughs> on giving. Um, what I there's so much. This it, it's I I don't know if this is specifically been planned or if this is just falling into our last but there's so much just utter ridiculousness coming out uh, it's just it, it's just amazing it's really amazing i had i had built a vault of of articles and things that i just put in to save yeah um, to just die to just go that, over i mean I, I certainly try and share everything i can to you so you get an eye so oh. you can see it and you can go you can get to be able to Real quick, you know, on it. Yeah. it's so interesting that there's, you know, OG Star Wars who I, you know, she's very, very knowledgeable. I, you know, I, oh, yeah. I don't, uh, I think I follow her. I, if I haven't officially followed, then I, then I'm going to start. Um, but it's just interesting, like what she posts, and you have these just these idiots that <laughs> try to to challenge her, and then they get eviscerated. Well, yeah. Uh... There's that aspect between her and Stig. They both are just Stig, for Stig, Stig especially. He he's especially just, he's more he's more ruthless about it too. But no, no, like, it's it's no it's cares. really funny. It's really funny watching it because you see there's the two sides of this whole camp or whatever you want to consider it. What's going on? You know, you, you got the you got people like OG Star Wars and us that are on the side of you know the true canon, the Lucas canon and stuff like that before the dark times before Filoni, if we want to be dramatic. Um, And then there's just the other, the other side where they are just adamant about, you know, no, you know, EU was never canon. Um, And it, it, the, like, like that one you showed me of, of, uh, of Disney star Wars is improving it and it's just like oh yeah and he, you know you just have that where they really are just they're just you know, i said you sucked you, into you it i don't know if it was wrong I think yeah exactly I exactly and it was just, it's just you know to them this much i don't know if this is like their first star wars experience with the sequel trilogy so they're really trying to hang in hang on to this as desperately as possible or or what it is but you know it's really funny because like you got just these bat these the two warring factions basically and you know it it's just it's just interesting to watch sometimes because they they're all trying to bring their own collected collected knowledge or what they think is going to be the gotcha moments and stuff like that but you know they it it just it doesn't quite work out for them though, because like you say, to, they, yeah. they just get absolutely just kind of kind of stomped because these are all these are people they're going 
that have read basically all of the books and have maintained have kept some just the knowledge of it and i i like i i'll always point out i'm still an amateur when it comes to this stuff i'm still learning as i go and trying to i know i know what i do know but it's like i'll i'll be the first to admit i don't know it all oh yeah no but i'm for certainly sure. doing my best to try and like get informed better and oh yeah and and know exactly it's like i and i know what i know and i know what i don't like <laughs> yeah so, just real, so I, yeah i yeah. think we're both on the same page we're learning this as we go i know we we do have we may not have all the knowledge, but I mean, we do have quite a bit of it, but so I just want to call it real quick. So just an example of like OG Star Wars and how these just idiots will come out and, and just try to like pick a fight with her or, you know, I've okay. not fall, I don't follow Stig, but so this is within the Twitter handle and I can send it to you, but basically, yeah, this, you send it my way. Yeah. Well, let me see if I can, then I can maybe see. I can bring it up. Yeah. I'm going to just like drop it in the private chat here. If yeah. I, if you let can, me, let me see. How do I? Let me copy this real quick. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Was this the was this the person she's getting into it with? Uh, yeah. About, so Waga um, about, about this, Yoda and, yeah, stupid, uh, and the training and stuff. Yeah, Waga Ruga Mon whatever hashtag Black Lives Matter whatever this ridiculousness. It says tra uh, training is faith. I've explained this repeatedly. And okay. Then, yes, I saw this. Yeah, did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. And, and then she like and and this is why I love her. She's like. Uh, yeah, Yoda so his word is gospel over George, the creator of Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> and he just, Yoda never stated this was the the training or the, the I'm sorry the the Twitter thread. Uh, let me I'm going to try to send it to you, but it says yeah. I'm, uh, not, I'm, I I'll, are you on? on I'll, okay. I'll pull it up right yeah. now. Not my words, Yoda's. And then she's like, "You're savage." Yoda never stated training in faith. You did, and it's just like. Yes, he did. Training pulled up, and, and well, okay, we, okay. Yeah. Well, this is the funny thing because I was why I I hadn't I had I hadn't dipped my toe into this fight because I'm just kind of like whoa. I was waiting for. I almost sent it to you to see. Uh, oh, did, I, did I get the right one? Wrong spot. Shoot. Where did this? If I can send this? it to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it started with this meme that shit, <laughs> that OG Star Wars posted. Okay, here we go. And then I'll I'll grab it as I'm Oops, too big. Okay. Um and then it was yeah, the Loga Ruga person or was it? Okay, so I dropped it in the private chat. I don't know if they can, cool. can they see Yeah, that? let me let me go off of yours. Or should I put in the comments? There we go. Can they see? No, it? no, no. You're good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I got it here. Okay. Well, and you know this is the f this. <laughs> yeah, it was all off of. All right. I know this is probably not what we were gonna get the meat and potatoes of it, but I just wanted to call this out because it's just it's so funny that people try to pick a f they 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 think they know things and then they get called out. From not even like like from an analytical standpoint, but even an evidential bit, like show me where he said this. Well, yes, yeah. he, I guess he said it. Like, okay, yeah, they where. tried quoting, tried tried quoting parts of what Yoda was saying about you know, um, Luke and trying. He it's it's part. See, this is a funny thing when you when you watch the film and you watch those scenes in context. There's a reason Luke is running jumping around and doing all that he's conditioning his body so right. not only is he conditioning his body 
but also like it is yoda's trying to teach and instruct him to see the world in a new way in a way in which the force is connected to and he can try to harness that abilities to be able to you know yeah levitate x-wings and crap like that there's and it, it's based in it, and like it is we like we all know george lucas has taken very or not, i hate to say take but you know yeah uses inspiration very much of 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 eastern philosophies and stuff like that and especially yeah. of you know it, it's it's and it's just kind of the whole thing of yeah but you got to link body with mind yeah it, it's it's the marriage of the two and Luke is needing to, yeah, he trains his body, but then, you know, Yoda's giving him the knowledge of the Force, of the Jedi, and stuff like that yeah. to increase his mind and help him, like it is, yes, see, see things in a new light. It's interesting to how you how you can take something out of context and form it uh, to form, you know, into your own or have that aligned with with your own it's just it's just so frustrating that you that you just you you take something out of context to try to prove a point that you believe like one of the and the, i don't know this guy well, this is this, this is the kind of that's the kind of people that i'm talking about you know yeah. uh, where they they think that it, it it's just that one particular way this war with uh war sick guy the last comment uh, I think, or anyways, he says, these people are crazy. Uh, they don't engage with actual issues. They keep repeating this uh, BS dogma. They've either invented in their head or been told by idiots like Ryan Johnson. I just want to point out that I lost my mind uh, <laughs> laughing when somebody called him uh, Ruin Johnson. Yeah, um, Ruin Johnson. I was, so now that's uh, yeah, how he, I referred to him as Ruin Johnson. Ruin Johnson I think yeah. it was Script Trooper, I think maybe. Uh, Probably. Uh, uh, just funny, but I just want to point this out because it's just it's it, it's comedic, but also like it's so painful to actually to watch and I guess not watch, but I guess witness and see. And then when they get called out, like, no, prove to me you're like, bring me evidence on, uh, you know, as to why you believe yeah, what you see? believe. <laughs> and, and then this dude, this logma guy, he just like disappeared. He like for like force ghost went away. Poof. Gone, but uh, anyways, I know that wasn't what we were going in. No, no, hey, I mean, by all means, I don't mind, but Uh, just look at what she said. So, his word is gospel over George Lucas, the creator. Like, like, just pulled no punches. Yeah, no, I I get you're trying to, you're trying to quote exactly from the movies, but you know, sometimes some things you know things are filled in later too because like we've gotten more filled in from the prequel trilogy and lucas was always adding more from either giving giving you know creative control of writing books to the writers or just telling them hey no this is this is what needs to be part of and you know include this include that and that's where you know that's where like a lot of people they they still try and push them the meme of Oh no! You know, the the EU wasn't canon. Lucas didn't really care. Yada yada yada. When in fact, yeah. it's quite the opposite. Oh, he was so- involved yeah. with it. He did have control and say. I mean, he was the one that, like we like we pulled up in some earlier uh, shows and podcasts. We, we we talked about it where, you know, he yeah, these writers would go to George, give them give him their notes. On what they were planning out, and, and he would be it like, was up to him. Yeah, going, 
yes, no, yes, yes, no, no, no. You know, that's like, yeah, you've got something here, or don't you ever think about, you know, right? Don't don't water. Don't let you this ever come to your brain again, sort of thing. So Um, I found something else interesting. I'll point out real quick, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of it. But this guy, someone, I have to find the Twitter thread, and I'll post it in here. But he was like, "There is no canon. There's just Star Wars EU." Uh, oh no no no! I'm sorry. He said there is no legends. It's just Star Wars EU, and I read it. And I, I just well, that's and I like, that's kind of like saying that you know there. Yeah, the legends is just no because that was what Disney labeled the expanded universe. So basically, yeah. the expanded universe is the expanded universe. So although I guess that could also mean that there's no if there's no legends, then that means yeah, the legend legend side continuity has no relevancy. The only current expanded universe that counts is Disney's. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I couldn't know. And it's always hard to gauge certain contexts with tweets. I've always gone I've always based off you know legends. Uh, I've always, I mean, I've always gone to legends. Yeah. And of course, like EU, but to say like there's no there's I, I, Legends I, EU, it all de- it, it's yeah. all depending on what your vernacular is. For. Yeah. I I usually try and stick to just the the true canon or expanded right. universe, you know, because like that's what it was. Yeah, not this this uh, dumpster fire. Yeah, exactly. the likes of Deborah Chow and all uh, Ruin Johnson and uh, <laughs> don't get me don't get me. Why would you bring up Deborah Chow? Don't ever you did it. it wasn't me. You brought don't her ever up. bring her up again. You did, you're the one. and we're gonna be br- bringing her up because she was in the episode for Mandalorian. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. All right. Uh, what do we have? So what? Tell what do we have in store for today? I know that was just a little bit. Yeah. Um, over- um, well, I thought we would go over the George Lucas Kathleen Kennedy acceptance milestone thing from the. I wish there was video, like proper the, video. The meme sca- you sent me earlier. You basically. I well, mean, I scoured. I scoured bits of YouTube, but I couldn't find anybody with like a posted oh, video. Oh no no no! It. Oh, was it the the speech I was telling you about? Uh, yeah, the PJ oh, Honor yeah, from yeah, yeah, Steven Spielberg yeah. oh, and Kathleen Kennedy oh, and George Lucas. Cringe fest cringe yeah because he so let me let me pull that up right now because i got it ready oh, did um, you watch did you watch the video or did you find i anything? couldn't find any video like i like i said oh. i popped on the youtube and i tried looking for did i see, uh, did I see george lucas's one? speech but all i got was like older stuff of him there was a uh who posted I, mean, I, I think it I'll was try and search again really quick just to see because i the only thing that I ever saw was like people's commentary video on it, and then no, open, Airlo- open airlock policy yeah. had a short on it, but he that was again him talking about it. Uh, all I, I saw was a lot of people. All I saw was a lot of people talking about it, but they didn't have no the, um, the video, actual see, video on it. Let me I see could, if I, I think Script Trooper did one, and it was actually I don't know if he actually recorded it, but it was a or a recording. Yeah, he did a video, but I don't of, think. Because I I, 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 wish... I watched it. Uh, oh yeah, and before uh, God, that that whole thing looked like such a dumpster fire. What the Especially, whole speech or what? No, like the like the little event that was going on. It just looked oh. like oh my god, this looks. Especially when it was like all of them at the like the dinner tables Favreau or whatever. And uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I swear it was like this. the worst timing for anyone to take a picture of all of them yeah because uh 
Uh, let me see if I'm trying to find it too. I'm trying to find that now. One... If I was Lucas, I'd be and I would I'd be like, ah, sorry, I'm not available. I'm currently watching uh, dumpster fire videos of your new Galactic Star Cruiser experience. Send Dude, an award to my house. It was funny. Like people were memeing it hard, and it, but I mean, it was funny because like Lucas seriously looked like he was tapped out. Oh, but I mean, like I said, it was just it was just the time. It was just certainly the timing of listen. If you had to stand in a room, let alone a stage, with <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, you'd be tapped out too. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited with no her putting her that. hand on you. I bet you'd rather have a Jawa touch you. Oh, you know. I went there. I went may, there. May, may, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I might take the Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know your love of Jawas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eating an ostrich egg. It was a mudhorn egg. Whatever they were eating. Whatever indeed. Egg. I'm trying to find it on the on the Twitter because I I thought Script Trooper he he did a video or he at least he posted one of the, uh, the George Luke is actually speaking because I know he said something. He called out, oh, I don't know if it's technically called out, but he said something in regards to Spielberg because Spielberg was on stage with him, I think. Yeah, there's a whole, it was like one, it was like a whole big event. I mean, in like the speech thing was, yeah, like it was not just him, but yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. And then, um, yeah, apparently Lucas was, or uh, Spielberg was doing something off, off screen, basically, yeah. from the sounds of it. I'm, and this was the thing I meant to find that I sh I meant to find this earlier. I just completely forgot about it until now. Is where we were just talking about it all. Oh, I should have been a little better prepared for this part of it. I, I can try to find. There is there is a there is a part of the part of the picture too that I'm just like, what the freaking hell is going on? Is it it just like I said, bad timing for the photo or something? Are you talking about the one where? Uh... Where he's sitting down with Favreau and, and yeah, Kennedy's and in the everyone, background. yeah, 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 and where some of us learned that Kathleen Kennedy has a twin, the clone, the clone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I had no idea that she had a twin. I didn't care, uh, but uh, I I learned something new. Um, come on, where the hell? I'm trying to find it too. But I think to your point, there's not a lot of videos online about it. No, unfortunately not, it seems. It just seems to be... Shoot. Write this page, see if she has it. I don't know, did OG um, Star Wars post anything? I don't know. I don't remember if OG posted anything about it. I know some people who had, so that's why I'm trying to go to their particular pages to uh, bring up the images. I'm looking on Script Trooper, but he's been so busy just eviscerating Disney that I'm having to scroll through a lot. Where's the full picture, though? Well, okay. darn it. So yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay. You find it? I found it. Yeah, okay.
ah, trying to enlarge the foot. But, but mainly it's like, okay, you see Lucas over here. And like I said, he looks tapped out. He looks absolutely tapped out. But what got me, what stuck out to me the most is this girl right here, mm. right in between the Kennedy twins. I posted another one too, but I want to I heard it might be Kathleen Kennedy's daughter. I don't know. I don't know if she's drugged up or what, or like I said, a bad picture taken. Yeah. In this moment, because I'm just like, I the first thing that stuck out to me was that poor girl. Like she either she does not want to be there or something. I don't know if we know it we we know how Hollywood is. Yeah. What they get up to. I don't know if she's a victim of that or what the deal is, but good God, that was like the first thing that stuck out to me the most. I'm like, who is this girl and why does she look so messed up? Yeah. But yeah, it, I <laughs> And George is like, oh, get me out of here. I mean, that is basically what it what it what it seems like, right? He's just like, was, I, I'm yeah. done. Yeah, somebody has a somebody has a closer up picture. I posted. <laughs> yeah, that Star Wars girl. Yeah, yeah. That, that was it. That's the one I found it on. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's just like, man, I am done. Why am I? Yeah. I, I, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just, I, 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 yeah. I wish I could have found. Uh. The video. Some of the video of, of the actual speech, but like nobody's posted it, nobody's shared it, nothing. It's kind of kind of crazy. I, I thought that I had like I watched it and I could have sworn it was Script Trooper that had originally posted it, but I also followed quite a few. I don't know if it was Oh, they do oh, I'm retarded. They do apparently have a YouTube channel for this whole that speech event. well the event yeah they have like and i'm now trying to find that producers guild of america uh, ah youtube channel okay let's see if it's on there oh nominees nominees for outstanding producers Oh, this is this is them basically doing what we're doing, just chatting about it. God dang it! Oh, is it no videos? It's just like I said. It's just basically them doing a live conference sort of thing, oh. and not actually uh, at the. They only have like clips of the event on this page. <laughs> Somebody posted that picture, and then he's like, "Attack of the Clones." Dot dot. Yeah. Dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, I wish that I'm I'm shocked that nobody managed to have I wonder if somehow Disney like was able to take it down. They got I don't know, down. take it down or just never I mean, considering Lucas didn't say anything all that I understand offensive or anything I like saved that. It, man, because it was like he specifically I remember watching George's ah, is this it? Hold on. 
know if this is a video. Yeah. <laughs> always there are. Always two there are. No more, no less. A master and an apprentice. <laughs> that was the script trooper one night. Yeah. I'm trying to find. I think maybe I found the video. Possibly. Hold on. Yeah, like I said, I'm just shocked that it's not out there anywhere. I wonder if they took it down. I'm wondering. I thought I found it, but they probably did what Disney did after releasing that their video, the trailer for uh, Galaxy Star Cruiser. Maybe. Took it down. Well, unfortunately, then I guess we'll just have to do with this article. That's fine. Um, let me close that out. Oosh, go away. And now we'll share. Okay, here we go. Yeah, George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy accept milestone PGA honor from Steven Spielberg. A producer never works alone, quotes. Uh, and then the duo accepted the milestone award from their frequent collaborator at Saturday's 33rd Producers Guild Awards. Uh, at Saturday, at Saturday's 33rd annual Producers Guild Awards, Steven Spielberg presented the 2022 Milestone Award to Lucasfilm leaders George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, Lucas created the production company in the 1970s, and it's best known for spawning the hit franchises Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Uh, introducing the pair, longtime collaborator Steven Spielberg, who has worked with both Lucas and Kennedy for decades, said. Quote, I feel even in this room, we need to define what producers do. Producers do whatever the hell it takes. Courage and imagination and utter lack of intimidation. Uh, the producer the producer needs to know everybody's job and not know and not how to do them, but how they are done well, which is what makes George and Kathy so deserving of the of this recognition. He concluded his introduction by noting uh, these two titans are still just like kids playing in a sandbox. So it is one, uh, it is one plus one equals 175. That's the number of projects they have together and apart. 175. Because their singular talents combined are all, uh, all in the pursuit of creating new stories, new, uh, new stories that have enriched the art form, driven our uh, culture forward and inspired new generations to tell their own stories. They are and always will be the for uh, will be the force to be reckoned with. Uh, wait, was that George? No, that was Spielberg talking. I thought, and I okay. Now it's going into okay. So let's okay. I guess. <laughs> uh, in her acceptance speech, Kennedy noted she met Spielberg and Lucas at the dawning of a new age. Quotes for the film industry. Quote, uh, we worked side by side through one revolution in our industry after another. Revolutions not only in the means of movie making and in the ways movies reach audiences, but also in the com uh, the composition of our business. She said, as women, artists of color, LBGTQARP, uh, and differently labeled artists and producers who have fought for and won a place at the table, propelling our community toward a more inclusive, diverse, richer, more sophisticated and nuanced uh, sense of our responsibilities for social, racial, and economic justice. 
there's no one that I would rather share this moment with more than my friend, my mentor, and the greatest master Jedi of of them all, George. I threw up. A little. It's it. You see where all the 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 pandering and all the the nonsense comes. Get why it's so shoehorned into things like Star, like the current Star Wars, and I mean, like so many. Tell people, me, tell you, me what hmm. you just read. Tell me that she, there's not an agenda. She doesn't have an agenda, right? No, it's it's all. I mean, hey, the the one thing that I can at least sometimes appreciate is when they at least get honest and they at least tell you exactly the plans, exactly what they want to do. Yeah. And that, but and you know, like like many people have reiterated again and again and again, it's rather funny that she talks about propping up, you know, women and then also diversity, di- diversity and inclusive yeah. and blah blah blah, and yet you still fired Gina Carano I was for just having say how did that work out for Gina Carano for having a difference of an opinion? Meanwhile, you have people, you know, uh, like what? Who was it again? Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah, Pablo. I forget. Pascal, Pascal? Pablo, whatever is it. One of those Pablos. Yeah, one of those that, two. That are just completely on board with the message. You know, it's the typical hypocrisy that we see. But there's and, no hidden agenda. Hey, there's no hidden agenda. They've told you that. At least we, like I said, at least we know. You know? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, it, she... Kennedy came out from the get-go when they got their their meaty freaking paws in the Star Wars. What did we end up seeing? Oh, them running around with shirts that say the Force is female. Yeah. Ah, piss off. Yeah. Ah, anyway, uh, Lucas thanked his former mentor Francis Ford Coppola before giving an impassioned speech about a producer's role in filmmaking. Quote, uh, to me, that's the first and foremost job of a producer, which is to do the impossible. And you do it every single day. And then every single day, something comes along to destroy everything you've done. Kathleen, was that a shot at Kennedy, do you think? (laughs) You'd almost think so, right? Hey, I'm just asking the question. I mean, I could be wrong. It sounded like a shot to Uh, me. Uh, and you have to pick up. Uh, you have to pick it all up at, at lunch and figure out a new way to finish the movie in conjunction with the director. And it's and it's daunting to say the least. Uh, but a producer never works alone. One you have a you one uh, one you have to have a great crew. I've always had the best crews. Uh, he said I couldn't have done it without them. And so I think my job also is to gather them all together and inspire them to be the best they can be. Now, you see, there's more of a better speech coming out of Lucas where he's not only, he's not trying to shovel a message. He's talking about the crew. He's thought, you know, it, it, it's not just him that gets this shit done, yeah, yeah. but it's the, it's the collaborative efforts of everyone there. He's humble. It, he's put the focus on where it needs to be. The crew, the people, the, you know, the workers that are right. the team that exactly. are helping achieve the goal that he set forth to try to achieve. Like the, the vision he had in his head to bring it into the movies, you know, they were a part of that. It wasn't about like, Oh, well, we're just going to, you know, this, whole pandering to you know lgbtq and forces female and women drive and all this all this stuff yeah that, you know but he's it, yeah he's 
it's just it, and it's just it's just boiling it down to it's the people. So what is not, yeah. It's not the special representation. It's not this yada yada. It's just you know, it's everyone's in it. Everyone's in it to win it, to get this done, to get their projects done, whatever it may be, to help out in whatever ways they can. Boom. Done. Perfect. You know, and he has a he has a little he he takes a little little laugh in there too. (laughs) (laughs) George at his finest. Right. Uh, so then it concludes, uh, the milestone award comes as Lucas film celebrates its 50th anniversary. Kennedy, the company pre- company's president, go die bitch. Um, uh, I didn't say, it. uh, in Minecraft, uh, also, also created emblem entertainment with Spielberg and, uh, Frank Marshall and worked on films such as ET, the extraterrestrial Schindler's list, Jurassic park and the Back to the Future films. Okay, little side note. And this is the thing that always kind of gets my goat whenever it comes to especially talking about uh Back to the Future. It's one of those mo- it's one of those movies that I love to death. Has been my favorite for a very long time. But what pisses me off is how somehow freaking Spielberg always gets credit for this goddamn movie. When all he was was a producer or whatever on it, and I know that you know they're already kind of concluding. You know the producers have a have a have their own management and they, the way they do things. Yeah, and yet it's like you know the director Robert Zemeckis and the and him and who wrote wrote it with Bob Gale, they get like almost overshadowed completely, and it always annoys. They it always annoys the ever loving piss out of me. Yeah, because I'm like no. Spielberg, yeah, he may have like produced, helped out, funding, whatever. But I mean, it was the the part work of these two guys that had this vision for a movie and then developed it into a trilogy that I love to this day. And it's like, no, you can chill out on the Spielberg love. He gets enough credit as it is, okay? Yeah. Chill it out. So anyway, that's my little sidebar on that. I that's been something that has gotten my goat for the longest time. Um, but so I think you're 100% it, sure. I think you're 100% correct on that. I think Spielberg. Yeah, because I've, I've seen like some people's theory. YouTube videos and stuff like that when they do like retrospectives, like talks almost. I mean, they'll, for some of them, it's, it's about, yeah, mentioning both the, the Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. But then, like I say, for some, it's like Spielberg, Spielberg. No, not yeah. good. Anyways, um, back to the article. Uh, Lucas is known for directing Star Wars films as well as creating the Lucasfilm Empire and producing for uh, other great directors, including Coppola, Spielberg, and Akira Kurosawa. Yes, the PGA Awards were postponed from their original date of February 26th due to the ongoing COOF-19 concerns. Check out full list of night's winners here. This was the only one I cared about. So yeah, that was the little speech that we got out of Spielberg or not Spielberg, but uh Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy. And people want some people wonder <laughs> what's going on and why. Why? Is she still the president? They said it right here in the article. She's still well, the why, president. That's what you yeah, so I know that 
I, I mean, that, I know, like, I know it's uh, well past October that she was supposed to be gone. I know that she was supposed to be gone in October of last year, but here she still is. Like, is she like? Oh, is she like? God. You know, she's gonna be there till you know, she dies, till the, the world blown oh, up or something. I don't know. Like, I just, I, did, I thought she was taking the back seat. She said, I mean, there's all these things that I heard. That oh yeah, there's. She wasn't. She was gonna be less involved and. And that's where I think you and I were jumping for joy because we thought that she was finally going to go. Oh, uh, I've never, I've, I've never let, I've never gotten sucked into that. I'm like, I'll wait to see it to believe it because I, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting my hopes up on anything. And even then, it'll all depend on who she's then, you know, replaced by. Probably someone worse. Either somebody worse or just as bad. Ruin you know. Johnson. I think we found somebody, somebody worse. Ruin? I don't know, man. <laughs> We're both. I mean, when your nickname's Ruin. <laughs> At least among our crowd, yeah. Um, so, shall we then jump into that, the idea that Vader is not totally fully formed? Oh, my. Is this the article that Deborah Chow wrote? Uh, that she wrote? No. Well, no, no, no. I was like, not wrote, but this was the the interview that she um, is this the article based off the interview with Deborah Chow in it? I, I think so. Uh, at least this is the one you that yeah we tagged Did each I other you? in. Oh gosh. Yeah. So yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi director teases new version of Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, ten years. Ten years after Revenge of the Sith, and he's still trying to figure his shit out. Apparently. Uh, yeah. uh, one of the most anticipated Star Wars projects in a long time is just around the corner. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sure, the book of Boba Fett was exciting sometimes. Uh, when? But the discourse around Ewan, Ewan McGregor's uh, return is immense. For years, audiences have been wanting to see Ewan McGregor return to his iconic role, and it all took... All it, and all it took for these uh, dreams to come true was a streaming service. Yeah, this has been kind of the funny thing, because I know that, like, I think either before the Disney takeover or even the first beginnings of it, uh, there was a lot of rumblings and a lot of, but then it was mostly just, like, rumors and stuff like that of, yeah, there, there was going to be, like, an Obi-Wan Kenobi show, a, uh, a Yoda show, and Boba Fett show, which I think turned into the Mandalorian, but then we ended up getting the book of Boba Fett. Um, but I remember a lot of the, but there's mainly a lot of buzz around the Kenobi stuff because it's like, hey, we've got him. Let's, let's, you know, he's still young. He's in shape. Let's, let's do a show. Um, and you know, I don't know if the Kenobi book had been written yet. Mm. I don't know. I don't, I, I'd mm. have to. I'd have to it check. Was, the early, was it early two thousand? It was late two thousands. I thought it was written. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But you know, again, no, I think I don't know. If... Done, no, it was done before the takeover. Well, I, now I'm gonna look it up because I'm curious. Well, I know the Kenobi book. Yeah, was released under Lucas's era. So yeah, but um. 
but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, again, I, I'll always say that was a great template for a good in between of Kenobi being on Tatooine and trying to get acclimated to everything. Right. The template was there. It was all there and you had an interaction. Yeah. You know, it, they, there was enough meat on the bone that they could have gone with and it would have been, pro- it would have been fantastic to actually see that in live action. But they go are. with this, but then they go with this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to find the, the Twitter, the Twitter thread because Script Trooper, I think I tagged you and he did a really good video about the, um, the Kenobi series and his thoughts on it. I think what yeah, he was yeah. saying lines up to pretty much what you and I think of it. And we've already talked about, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be just a lot of, you know, key jangling it's, nostalgia bait. And this is, here's my problem and here's my issue with this. So, Bree, you know, and uh, well, why don't you go read through the article and then we'll we'll give our thoughts because I'll I'll be okay. better from a context perspective. All right, uh, what fans should expect going into the sixth episode? Six episodes. I uh, fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, based on the first trailer, the former Jedi Knight will be busy watching over Luke Skywalker. That is until the Inquisitors arrive. Mm-hmm. Given their their task of hunting down and remain uh, any remaining Force users, they'll undoubtedly come into conflict with Kenobi. But there's also another character that will be making their presence known in a big way: Darth Vader. Hayden Christensen will be returning to his original role as Anakin Skywalker, but this time he'll get to don the iconic costume. And the questions we still have are: Will he actually keep the helmet on the whole time? <laughs> uh, it would be hard to uh, to have a show like Obi Wan Kenobi exists without Darth Vader showing up. A book did it fantastically. Uh, given their close and tragic bond from previous films, when it comes to the iconic heavy breathing Sith, what can audiences expect? Uh, all right. Uh, in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Obi-Wan Kenobi director Deborah Chow teased what fans can expect with Darth Vader's return in the upcoming Disney Plus series. The director revealed that she brought Vader back for the series because it was, quote, quite hard to avoid. The character, when, uh, when plotting the story and how the team aimed to find an adversary, quote, who means something, unquote, uh, to the titular character. So here's the full her her full uh, quote on this. Honestly, for me, the starting place was that I really wanted to do something that was character based and character driven, because that is the benefit of the limited series. Uh, because of, that is the benefit of the of the limited series is that you have more time to sort of tell uh, a real uh, real character story. And so for me. The starting place of character is you just start and you look at who has been important to him in his life. And it's quite hard to avoid Anakin Vader in that scenario, especially coming out of Revenge of the Sith. So really, it came out of an evolution of the character for me. It wasn't just sort of it wasn't just to sort of bring him back. 
it was really like who means something and where are where are we at this point in the timeline with Vader? Uh, with with the with the return of Anakin Skywalker's Sith persona comes the return of the actor behind him, Aiden Christensen. Chow mentioned how he's absolutely wonderful, and because he has lived for so long with the character, he was helpful on the creative side as well. Uh, her quotes on this: uh, He's He's lovely and he's absolutely wonderful and Canadian. So the first time I met him actually was in Toronto and it was really nice because we sort of met up in Canada and obviously both with people like Ewan and Hayden, they've been, uh, they've been these characters for so long and they obviously did them in the prequels and they've lived with this character in their lives for so long that they, they know, they just know the character so well which makes it so helpful in terms of the creative. Wasn't there an interview too with um with Ewan McGregor and he was saying how she knew so much more about the characters and stuff like that? Uh, I could be I could be wrong, but I could have sworn there was something like that. There, there. I've read a few articles. I think I've read like two or three articles about. Well, maybe two. I thought there. Yes, there was an article or an well, interview. I thought. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of interesting commentaries. Anyway, continuing on. Uh, she continued to say how when Vader first showed up on set, it was really interesting moment for her, especially how it showcased different generations and how they connect to Star Wars. Obviously, Hayden was going to be part of this series. Uh, and when he, when he first came on to set for us, it definitely had a very special feeling and it was a really interesting moment for me because you really started to see the different generations and how they connect to star Wars and the franchise where you have a generation that grew up with the prequels first and with Hayden. Uh, it's a totally different thing for them than a generation that grew up with the originals. And then there's uh, there's younger generations with the new ones. So it felt really special bringing him back. And obviously, I'm Canadian. He's Canadian. So that was also very heartwarming for me. We were having some Canadian pride on that day. It, uh, Chow noted how working with Christensen was, quote, pretty significant, especially since the character is almost part of our consciousness, uh, quote. Uh, but I know, I know that for Vader, it's... Uh, it's something that is that it's almost part of our consciousness because we've all had it in our lives for so long that to actually see him on set, it's pretty sort of significant. It's kind of moving. Uh, as for what kind of Vader audience we will see in the upcoming Disney series, Disney plus series, the director revealed that uh, for us, it's very similar to Obi-Wan in the sense that he's in between these two trilogies. So he isn't the new hope Vader quite yet. You know, you know what I mean? So we are with the character sort of in the middle of this period. It is still Vader, obviously, but it's, it's a Vader that isn't quite as fully formed as a new hope. What, is, what does that mean? It's basically like he, the only thing I can, I could maybe ascertain from it is that he's not a hundred percent either adapted to the body that he's in, or he's not fully 
I don't know, embrace to the dark side or something, or you still, still, this is, this is where they're going to try and take the language of a new hope and try and use it to be in retrospective of this, that because, you know, he, like you said, when you, when we last met, I was the apprentice, but now I am the master sort of. Yeah. Right. He's like, you know, I think that's what they're trying. I think that's what they're going to be trying to go. Oh no. See, this is what we're doing. But when in actuality, it's more in reflective of, you know, when they fought on Mustafar yeah. and had that encounter and everything. So, yes, that would have been true. Well, it's, oh, God. Okay. Is there any more? I can't remember if there's any more. Um, so, yeah. So, it's going into the whole. Now we're talking about uh, it's the Obi Wan Kenobi gets a rematch. It's ironic that uh, back when the prequel trilogy was released and even for a bit afterward, Hayden Christensen's role and performance were far from praised. Uh, now his return is one of the most exciting events currently happening for the franchise. There are certainly massive expectations Bye for who? the moment Obi Wan <laughs> uh, expectations for the moment Obi Wan comes face to face with Anakin's Vader. Hopefully that crushing weight hasn't flattened the create uh, the creatives working on the series. At least based on previous rumors, fans can expect at least two different fight different fights between the two legendary characters fingers crossed that the writers have found a way to, to have christensen's face seen so what they're going to probably do and i've heard people already talk about this one is what they're going to probably do is try and have that face crack like on the that they, so, that they, uh, with, yeah, that they copied or, in rebels but yeah. what had also been done earlier in the comics from dark horse yeah so because Filoni can't keep his own shit straight or want to create anything for himself. Uh, fingers crossed that the writers have found a way to have Christensen's face seen. Okay, whoops, going back over that. Uh, otherwise, having the actor return may feel a little pointless. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi isn't the only place where Christensen is set to make an appearance. It was previously reported that the actor would be reprising his role in an unconfirmed capacity for the upcoming Ahsoka series. Many people are excited about more Obi-Wan and Anakin scenes, but the first live-action scene of Ahsoka meeting her former master could easily garner the same passionate response. You spelled boyfriend wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Is there any more of this dog water? No, that was was it for that article. That was... what What are you... What are your thoughts, and then I'll give mine because I have a lot. Uh, I don't know where to. I mean, no. I, I mean, ten, this is ten years down the line. He would have. He would have had you know either grueling sessions training under under Sidious, and he already had plenty of time to adapt himself to either the mechanical limbs. I mean, look at it. He lost the freaking arm or hand, whatever, in in uh, Attack of the Clones, and boom. Re- between right. that and then, he's right back up fighting, using it like no problem. Right. So I guess so dig into like what they mean by adapting, or you know, like yeah, what do they mean? It's like it's like he's not as powerful as he's supposed to be at, at New Hope, but so then that just means he's gonna get another ass kicking. Or something. Otherwise, it's it's still it. 
No, I mean, if anything, that that. So what do you mean, probably... like two meetings? Do you think that they're gonna do like two separate fight scenes? They might. I mean, they might have like a first quick one-off, like oh, they just suddenly met back up. Oh my god, it's you, it's you, sort of thing. Uh, they maybe clash really quick, but it's in the middle of Obi Wan retreating somewhere, and then later maybe like for the finale, that's where the big fight happens. Where um, Death Star is not I, the Death Star. No, it can't be the Death Star because then Obi Wan be like, "Oh yeah, I know all about that shit." So, um, uh, no, so it, will it, be the time frame. What's the time frame from when they meet to when they have their iconic duel on the Death Star? What's the what's the so it'd be about another fifteen years, give it 10, 15 years between this point in time to the A New Hope. But that in itself, and I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just stupid and and understand it wrong. But so the the iconic line he says, "I've been waiting for you, Obi Wan. Uh, the circle's now complete. Uh, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I no, am, I the, am master, the master." Right? Yeah. So when you when you when you watch that scene in A New Hope, and you yeah. hear that line, in my mind, if you know the story and you've you've watched the the prequels, that leads you to believe that he was referencing. The final Mustafar, correct or no? To to my to my assumption and every and from what I know, yes, it's meant to be in, right. from Lucas's own intentions. Mustafar, a new was hope. The, yeah. was, that right. was the the you know that so, was the last time they saw each other versus right. then the next time they see each other and boom. So now is Disney taking? So is Disney? Or Deborah Chow, whatever, whatever's going on in her head. And she's like, well, no, uh, that's that that line. You know, Vader's not referencing Mustafar. He's just referencing the last time that they that they met. That's so what I said. That's what me. I said. That's what I said. When, the, when they're trying to they're trying to make this now the new focal point of when that that the way that dialogue could quote unquote work is that you know Vader is still. Essentially, but again, it, okay. But let me bring up this is question. This still, is, this still messes yeah. with so much of their own canon. This still messes well, with so much of their own stuff. But let me ask you this: So the the last Jedi books that you and I are reading that were OG Star Wars. Is she the one? Yeah, that, she was the one okay. I recommend. So I just I just finished the first book, right? Yeah, so, amazing book. If you haven't read it, twelve out of ten. Um, what, what? Let me ask you this question: What time frame is that? Is that that's just right after? Uh, order 66, this is, yeah. I mean, I would say, that, I mean, after, for these books, it's probably what, maybe two, three years, four years. So let me, so let Give me say, because I mean, because yeah. in the in the first bit of the book, when he's you know stalking the Lars homestead, he refer, yeah. when he's looking at Luke, the way he's talking is like he's still kind of a toddler. Right, so it'd have to be like a couple years, give or take, maybe. You're reading the book, so is it safe to say that you feel like Obi Wan is somewhat? Like he's, re- I mean, he's still obviously wrestling with it, but it's like he's in the very beginning. I mean, yeah, it comes off as like he's he's tr- what he's Almost trying a- to figure out is how he how he can begin his training, and he's frustrated right. because Qui Gon. And this is the funny thing: but I'm he's like, accepted the-, the fact that this has happened. Yeah, and, and he's I trying mean, to move on, right? And he he's just trying to you know so just you're come to terms. Me, yeah. So therefore, you tell me. So Obi Wan is like the you know he's he's. And this is my interpretation of the book. Like he's he's trying to figure out this training. He, he's yeah. He's still obviously hurt from you know Order sixty six. Oh all yeah, his friends, absolutely. Anakin, but he's he's trying to start you know figure yeah, out where he goes from here. You're telling he me keeps, it took Vader he, ten years 
Like this is three years. Yeah, after it takes Vader ten years. It takes Obi Wan ten years, apparently. And then, and I guess this is gonna be like their moment of closure for both of them. I guess I. You tell me that Obi Wan, though, like I said, he's he's finding his way, but it takes Vader ten yeah. years. And right. and these books are le- they are canon. They are yeah. legends. Yeah. So that just it just doesn't make any sense. Why does it take ten years? See, this, that's what gets and, me and too. Then, I'm like, and this is what irritates me. And I hope, yeah. and I think you agree. You are now pissing on. You are now undermining. You know, not only the you know the 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 fight on Mustafar, but Vader's character, yeah. Luke's character. Like you now, like if you go this route, you are deep. Like you are pissing on everything because now yes. the fight doesn't matter. The Her, fight uh, on Mustafar means nothing. I mean, it, it, yeah, it certainly I could be loses. Wrong. A, Maybe it, I, am. I think it does lose lose its good bit of importance, and then it even kind of works to diminish a bit of the importance of their meeting on the Death Star yeah. and what that's supposed to represent. Yeah, it's the Just same. From it's again, the, same the dialogue alone. Yeah. It's For it's sure. it's all it's, about them kind of meeting again after all this time, and it's like you know. Because even uh, he, because he, well, and this is where we would have to figure out the timelines. But even you know, Vader to Tarkin says, or well, he says, I, I feel something, a presence that I've not felt, I've not in, felt in some time. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, I felt, and then he walks and away. His, so, and even I mean, this is the thing: if you got Obi Wan getting in, getting interactions with any level of Imperials, I mean, how how is it that Grand Moff Tarkin doesn't know? That Obi Wan is still alive, right? Because he's like, oh, Obi, uh, like you know, it would have been understand. It would have been understandable with the original true canon that you know there was none of this interaction, and and yeah, then you know, yeah, twenty years down the line, Tarkin's like, what? Kenobi? He's still alive? Who'd have thought? Yeah, surely he's dead by now, right? It's the same oh. argument that you can make with them wanting to bring back Windu, and this was never officially stated oh by Disney, but it's but it, it's a rumor, a rumor mill, right? That Samuel Jackson yeah. was like, "I'm ready to come back." So he you wants to back, come back. Yeah. yeah, you bring in back Windu undermines what Palpatine yep. did in his office, destroying yep. like you know what I mean? And, it just and craps just, all over that. It does, and I don't, and I don't understand. Like I'd love to set up a probe and and put it inside her head and and see like what she. God, it just irritates me because you have so many great books. Like I'm so like thankful for well one to you because you're the one who <laughs> who posted it. But like oh, the, the last Jedi books, like you know I bought them, I'm yeah. reading them, I'm starting number two. Like if they were even to follow that story, like and the Inquisitors are in the book, right? No, well, well, this is pre-Inquisitor stuff, I believe. Well, Malorum, well, Malorum, I think, was the Inquisitor in, in one of the books, oh. the first book. But like the point I'm trying to make is, you have so much that you could have done, but to 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 say to bring back Hayden and and say they're gonna have another like two duels, like it just it, one, it doesn't make sense, and it just undermines everything that was already established. And then there's gonna be people. That will say, well, Lucas intended Star Wars to continue to grow and to be built. And it's like, okay, well, I guess you can make that argument. But how is this, one, growing your already dead franchise that you've, you know, killed? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's always been, you know, if you follow it, you know, prequels, you know, or, you know, the, you know, Mustafar, the, you know, Fight on Mustafar, which was the prequel to, um, you know the death, the the fight on the death star with New Hope, you know, yeah. 
It doesn't make any sense. Like, like, why? Um, what does it? What does it do to the like to the story? Like, if anything, it doesn't it help elevate it or anything no. like that. No. Like, you're telling me that like it's gonna be a better duel, but like this this fight, right? That they're that they're going with is gonna be a better fight. And you know my like I, Revenge of the Sith, like that fight. One of my favorite, like probably, you know, there's two fights that like, give me chills, right? And it's it's Yoda and Palpatine because I love my boy Sheev, and oh, it's yeah. Anakin and and Obi Wan. You're telling me that it's going to be better than that that duel, that fight, like how? I, yeah, I... unless Vader's, I... you know, out tra- you know, just chopping up stormtroopers, <laughs> you know, practicing God, his, not. you know, practicing his his labor. Oh, as saber, t- I, I just don't know, man. It just, it's I'm biased. I get it, maybe, but it just, it doesn't bring, it doesn't make sense. And it just really no. undermines everything that was already built. It really does. It does. It, I mean, I couldn't have said it any like, better. Like, what are your thoughts? So, like, you know, I, I can't help but just do nothing but agree with you on that. I mean, and just, I mean, I've come to definitely, especially like when you go through the prequels and then the sequel, the the true se- the original trilogy, yeah. uh, you know, that's where I've come to really appreciate. Then, yeah, the the fights between Vader and Luke on in uh, Empire Strikes Back, but then especially just how hard some of that stuff can hit with Return of the Jedi, and just what yeah. Luke's try what Luke's trying to accomplish, what's going on. In Vader's own head, oh, and the, just yeah. the, the struggle of you know he Luke's doing everything he can to try and save his father that he just met basically as his father two hours ago, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know the, it's just such an amazing dynamic that once you do absorb all of this all this lore and content, it's like God dang, I mean I I I've like I said, it has so much more of an impact, but now it's like they're doing everything they can to erase any significance, any impact that these encounters once had. So what I mean, do you like think it, it's the, just going to, yeah. Dem- yeah, like you said, it's just going to diminish now further Obi-Wan and, and Anakin's own struggles against one another. What, all, what, what else does, yeah, what else does this fight have to prove? So like fight on Musafar, was had to have been a, just a heart like even if you watch it like when i watch it oh that's god a yeah wrenching fight right it, it is and then, it's, and then especially like like it is with the ewan mcgregor i mean he he put you could tell he put some heart into that that last line of this oh. like when he's shot when he's shouting at him you were my brother anakin it wasn't as good yeah, as the yeah. book but it was still no, very no yeah. it was no i'll say it was better than the book you think Ooh, okay. i i do just because of how impassioned he was and he yeah. was kind of like you kind of got a little bit of more one a little bit yeah. of obi-wan kind of maybe losing that bit of jedi veneer and he he was letting That's, some emotion yeah. because i mean like it like even there's in the no books, emotion there's peace well even like Topic. um <laughs> even like in uh in the way the book details it it's always like you know obi-wan even admits that you know if there was probably one person he would risk his life to save it was anakin Right. Even though, even though he would like he was ha- he, he's having that conversation with Mace and Yoda that you know he would lay if he like he said if it meant lay, if it, if his if it meant taking his life to end this war right here and now he would gladly do it. Right. Or if me if we're meaning sacrifice for sacrificing Yoda and Yoda said he would do the same. 
for to obi-wan basically and it's like you know but it like he like even obi-wan had to admit it anakin would was that one person that where he wouldn't right and he would you know he'd do anything for so you know it it, it just I just with all that weight behind that, and then like I said, then because like to me, I feel like the the book and that was maybe maybe more just in that you know Obi Wan was being that consonant Jedi. He he that's him. But I don't know. I prefer. I kind of preferred the movie that at least for that that certainly that that just him. That scene, yeah. Just him giving that just like gut wrenching, like you know, like I said. He just spelts it out of you were my brother Anakin. You were supposed, oh, yeah. to, you, you know, you were you, you weren't supposed to join join the Sith. You were supposed, you know, help destroy them. It was oh god, that that's so always just kind of like you have another gut wrencher. Yeah, I mean, you said it beautifully. So like you know, you have this fight. It's impactful. It, it you you got to put yourself in in where they're well at least you know obi-wan for sure but you know even what anakin's feeling and then you have another fight like what like i, I just don't understand what i just can't see it I just, yeah i just serve. can't i can't see it having the same how are you gonna impact like, or you, resonance yeah. of what's gonna happen between these two because it's just like eh, no it's not supposed to happen this way i just i don't understand what uh Mike's messing up. I just, yeah, you. It really just. I, I just, I can't even. I can't even get my words out. It. It just. It really. It's irritating. <laughs> it's. It's sad, and it's just mind-boggling too. To like, what? What? What is their end goal with this show? Like, what? Like having two more fights, assuming that's where, where they're going, and then lead up to a, the 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 fight in a New Hope. What is their? What is their goal? What is the story that they want to tell? I don't even see how they're supposed to do this appropriately with only six episodes. How are they supposed to build up six episodes for them since, to fight I mean, twice? Since they were they they learned that Boba was so perfect with only seven, <sighs> and they had their their timing was yeah spot seven on. episodes where two two to three were dedicated to the Mandalorian, their other intellectual property. Uh huh. <laughs> Am I just let's just, just take a step back? Am I wrong in my assessment? Like, does it does it really not undermine the fight between? I think it Jafar? does. I certainly think. Does it, it does. does it rob their fight on the Death Star, which again had to have been heart wrenching too? Because it's like, oh, I've you know I've I've seen you know it's like you know all the probably the, the past memories, and then to see where Anakin has his true form, which is Vader, you yeah. know, or or I guess a more you know. Uh, ex- I don't want to say experience, but more probably more developed Vader. Yeah, I would I would say, you know, and that had to have been heart wrenching too. So it's like I just like what are you gonna do? It's like oh hey Anakin, haven't or sorry Vader, spelled your name wrong. Haven't seen you in ten years. You you look darker than ever. <laughs> Let's see how you're. You know, I cut all your leg. I mean, I, there's no more appendages really to cut off other than your head. You know, Luke does that yeah. to the New Hope. Well, Vision at least. So I just I, I just don't I don't understand. Is he going to be on? Is Vader going to go to Vegas while he's in search of, <laughs> of, of Leia? Well, like, and that's gonna, that's part of the question too. Is like how are they going to interject Leia uh, apparently into these episodes? It's like okay, you're really you know okay. So this is something I wanted to bring up too. 
are now I don't know if they're either keeping this a secret or what, but where's Qui-Gon? I mean, I, th- I think still if anything negotiating with Liam Neeson because he probably thinks this is I, an idiot move. I think if <laughs> I, I mean, I think if anything, you know, what would have such a big importance more than Obi-Wan versus Vader, Anakin again, would be get, maybe getting some context and insight to what it was Qui-Gon was teaching him or, you know, just how he was trying cryptic. to help him. Know. Yeah, we don't know. In the book, I mean, I mean, in you the, know, sometimes yeah. that's the best, right? What you don't know is what you can add to your own headcanon to all this is sometimes yeah. best. Well, even in the book but, of The Last Jedi, or The Last of the Jedi, I apologize, uh, Qui-Gon's in the book, but he still yeah. doesn't reveal to Obi-Wan. No, what, because I mean, like, he's... You're not ready. But when that's the have, thing. Yeah. Like he's trying to help him out with his own mental yeah. gaps, or just right. what's, what's 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 holding him back. And so that's why, like, he, like it was in the beginning. He first appears to him, and he's like, "I see you need help, so I'm here to you help. I'm not here to train you yet, but I'm here to at right. least set you on the right path." Right. So, yeah, that that's where I'm just kind of like. Uh, <sighs> Where, like where's, they choose, they where choose, is any of this? They choose characters that they want to bring back. I don't know that they, I get, you know, I just don't know. That's why I brought well, up the whole, it's like, like, it's like, I get it. I get it. Vader has been very much part of pop culture and is very, I mean, what still gets quoted to this day? No, Luke, Luke I am your father. You know, that that's right. been used for since it was, <laughs> since it was done. Right. So, you know, I, I get that he had, and you know, like it is, what does everybody talk about from rogue one Vader going sick house on a bunch of stupid rebels, right? Which that scene then ends up making no goddamn sense. Okay. Uh, (laughs) for that's episode 13 show 13. That's what we'll go over. Uh, but you know, this is the funny thing. Like they had a, again, if you want to do Vader trying to, Anakin kind of embracing Vader fully and getting into all that. Another book, uh, which was Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. Great book. I, well, I haven't read it fully, but I mean, I know it's yeah. a great book. And at the end, that's where you get a little stinger at the end of Obi-Wan finding out, oh shit, he's alive. Right. What the? No, you know, his, his no, but I mean, at the same time, he takes it in stride because he knows he has his mission to look over Luke yeah. and you know do what he can in the meantime to avoided. prepare. This all could have been avoided if Obi Wan would just force pushed Anakin in law. But that's what I would have done. I would well, force pushed. You know, him. like if it was it, it, it was it even in the book. He, he it was uh, in for Revenge of the Sith. He was just kind of like. I'm not even he wasn't feeling too Jedi like in that moment. Uh, my, <laughs> my, I got it. I was talking to my brother. Oh, this is a while ago. Um, but I was telling my brother the same thing. I was like, man, I would have just, you know, force pushed Anakin. Oh, that's uh, been, yeah, that's been there. everyone's like, oh, thought yeah, of, like my, man, you could have just ended this despite boom. Well, he and then my brother gone. was like, my brother was like, wait, hold on. Like, if you and I were fighting, you'd force push me in the lava. I was like, yeah. And he's like, dick. <laughs> you know, but, uh, I don't know. I, you know, if you want to do a backstory with, Anna, with Vader, I, I think you, you know, you could definitely do that. But 
to go this route, it makes no sense. And it just, no. again, it's just another example of them pissing on everything that's already been established. Absolutely. To create something that, oh, that should not even be created. It, it, no. It just it well, makes no like sense. Like I said, this was, this, like, like I'll, we said this again and again. All they had to do was take the books and adapt them basically verbatim since they wanted to do them as shows they could have just adapted the whole damn thing they didn't have to change anything or whatever but here's the argument it though, been transferring it yeah. from the book to the screen oh so, yeah this one of my friends he he asked he he brought this up he's like well you're telling me that you would much rather you would rather have a movie adapted from the book than new content i'm like yeah because when you read a book, absolutely. Because you already know what the book is, what, what it's going to be containing, and that well, is already a fantastic story or not. Yeah, that, and you have to rely on your own imagination to paint that picture in your head. Yeah, right. Now, if and at the same the time, book, these people aren't aren't capable of putting together new stories. We're already getting that. <laughs> Half the time, they're looting from uh, expanded universe content. Maybe they just are, to go, hey, then, look, we're paying attention. Uh, yeah. I uh, it mm, there's just yeah, there's there's so it's like the, it's like you have it on a silver platter. Yeah. And you just are like ah oh, man, I, I can't even come up with an analogy to like explain it because it's just so stupid. <laughs> Uh, but again, so let, you know, how do you, how would you answer that though? Cause I know that there might be, you know, viewers. Wait, how would I answer? So, how, so like this, so the argument, like, you know, well, like that question is like, you know, well, why wouldn't you rather, why would you? Oh, not? why would I, yeah. why would I rather have books adapted yeah. than, than new content? Yeah. Um, that they're creating. If you, like, because, from the standpoint of somebody defending then, the mouse. Okay, so the way so the way I would probably answer that is that then because then you have it in the eyes of and I don't care how this sounds, but the eyes of the brainlets and stuff like that, that yeah. then legitimizes those stories because right. it means that it and the only way for them to have it be quote unquote canon and everything, it has to be put up on screen. Because otherwise they won't ingest it, they won't digest it, they won't consume it or whatever. They it has to be in movie form or TV form, whatever. Yeah. It, the the re the yeah. So so for that I would say yes. It get, the reason why I'd rather want the books adapted instead of new new story content is that it it would help legitimize those stories and maybe even make the people go, oh hey. Especially if it's like abridged or if it's like cut content, hey, I can go find out what the original story is. You know, it right. brings eyes to that story. It helps. Like I said, it just, it just does that. So that would be the big reason why. And again, yeah, the they, they already show they can't seem to create new and engaging stories without either you know pushing the message. And yeah. you know, just this consistent, cons constantly being inconsistent with their own storylines. Yeah, so they and they they, they aren't bringing in people that that know that are either already current book writers or that know the lore, you know, stuff like that. They aren't bringing in these people to help out. They're 
they're just letting these people use it as their soapbox. Yeah. Which has been the problem between not only Star Wars, but also, yeah, like uh, Marvel and DC and shit for all those movies and stuff. It's been the same situation. People just using it, using it as that as that project to get themselves, you know, recognized or whatever. So it's unfortunate, but you know, until you could actually get people that would be creating that good story content that would be passionate, enthusiastic about star Wars that knows their stuff. Yeah. Then you can maybe try and trust them with some new, with some new territory or just maybe, you know, kind of, do a thousand years times time jump or something and kind of get, get a fresh, fresh canvas going. Yeah. That was, that was the advantage of like Knights of the old Republic. They were a thousand years before, before uh, Palpatine and all of that. They were a good chunk of time before all that yeah. or three. No, I think it was longer than that. Yeah. My Dare timelines I say, are screwed yeah. up, but Dare I, yeah, go sorry. But you know, it, until then, yeah, yeah. So that's basically right. And yeah, dare I say this? You know, uh, I agree with you, hundred um, percent. But it, it, you know, if you were to adapt the book, let's say you you read, you know, Kenobi, you read Last of the Jedi, whatever you take from those books, and and you and you try to put it on screen. Dare I say that you might have an opportunity? Let's say you even go far enough to partner with the author of the book, right? To get right. That's what. That's why I say they they aren't even bringing in the authors and stuff like that. If anything, to only a limited capacity, maybe. Yeah, you have an opportunity to dare I say maybe even create something that might be better than the book. Maybe not necessarily better than the book itself, but like almost. You know what I mean? Like you bring no, yeah. Like they could add. They could add in some extra ideas or content. You know, stuff that they. They had maybe thought of before, but didn't think right. it would be good for the book. But hey, maybe this is a chance to try adding a little extra to it that wasn't, like you say, uh, yeah, that wasn't in the book. That could be kind of neat. But, but then you again, won't, yeah. But then, like, it's kind of weird. It's like they they want to they want to put together this new stuff, and yet at the same time, they aren't also willing to make certain um Sacri- certain, oh, certain they aren't willing to take certain risks. Right, because I mean, look at it. It's like we're staying in a time period of where we still know of the Empire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all roads are going to be leading to the sequel trilogy, especially for the Mandalorian. And this is the only, but I mean, again, we still have stormtroopers running around and stuff. We we still have the Empire running around. It's not. It hasn't become the First Order or whatever. Um, we're, we're it's it's still in familiar territory and where they can still bring in characters that go that they can jangle the keys in front of them and go oh hey hey remember this remember this like they've been doing with Luke Ahsoka and and whatnot so well and also there's another aspect and I could be completely wrong with this too but if they were to I don't know maybe say visit the books the leg like visit the legend books and and canon and everything now you and you you go that route. Well, then there's a potential of like building, I don't know, maybe some trust with the old friends right. like us that are loyalists. I'm like, Hey, no, you know what? Like they are, they do care about legends. They do care about Canon and they are willing to, to visit, you know, that kind of stuff, but, but they're not, and they don't no. and, and no. fight me on it. This is a hill I'll die on. Prove <laughs> to me that, they, that they actually care about legends. Bring any, any point you, I, they don't because if they did that, then, then they would. Right. 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 You know, if you, no, you're right. 
So, uh, but again, they, they're so hell bent on creating their own their own Star Wars. It's not Star Wars, but they're going to use the name Star Wars because of the fan base. Well, it's, that, it's like they are, but they aren't. You know, it's, it, they only take it so far. They're scared to do anything new. That's say, why I yeah. say. That's why I say, yeah, take it to a a completely distant time period where they can kind of yeah. start fresh. They're gonna. Someone's gonna uh, listen. It's like, gay hey, man, you're wrong. Am I okay? Go look. Go spend six thousand dollars to the galaxy. Uh, the star. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Battle uh, star. What is it? I'm so pissed off Ga- right now. Galat. Uh, uh, no, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Gar- yeah. Yeah. You're just biased. You're you're just you're biased and you're stupid and and okay. Go do that. Go spend six thousand dollars. <laughs> go do that experience and tell me how much Star Wars you actually uh, experienced. Yeah. True Star Wars, not this. We love you, Ray. Use your lightsaber. <laughs> like God, that was it, so bad. That like was so bad. If you care about something, then you'll prove that you care about something. And if you right. don't, then there's no evidence to prove that you that you care about it. I think there, you know, it's just a oh God. We go on for hours about this, but it's just. Um, oh no! Yeah, absolutely. They, I think that it, if they did, then. You know, I could, I, you know, I'd be like, okay, you know what? They're actually trying. Like, I hate Kennedy. I, Favreau, don't, you know, I think they're the three stooges. I think they should go to their own island. But if they acquired it from Lucas and they actually did the opposite of what they did, they took Lucas's, they took the ideas that Lucas gave and they ran with it. Then they showed that, you know what? Like, you've created something amazing and, and we respect you enough to go along and, and try some of these things out. But no, what they did, what they do, they took his ideas and then they directly, you know, we're like, no, we're going to do our own thing. I understand wanting to do your own thing, putting your own spin on stuff, right? I get that. Right. But, oh God, this is really do even... it within it makes sense, you know? But the, nothing makes sense. Ray being a pal, like Ray being the uh... granddaughter of Palpatine. <laughs> what? what? And then, like, oh, well, she's that's not again, a that's... She's, actually a, she's actually a Skywalker. No, she's not. Stop it! <laughs> that's like that's like Rose. That's like Rose Dawson saying that she was what was Jack's last name? Was it Dawson? Huh? Yeah, it was Dawson. Because it was like do it, Decatur, whatever. It's like saying like you know uh, Rose saying like no, I'm I'm a Dawson. How are you, a Dawson? You never married the guy. You're not related to him. It's exactly like. Stupid. I'm so. I just. No, can't. I... <laughs> This this in itself is a rabbit hole because it's like what where do wh- who did Palpatine have sex with? Like you read the Plagueis book and like he was a bureaucrat and he went out to dinners and what? But like who did he have sex with? To try to that's something I think is better left unsaid. <laughs> but, I, uh, but again, like, do you think that if if Lucas wanted this to be a thing, don't you think that he? I don't. There may maybe not even Lucas himself would do it, but do you think somebody would maybe I don't know write a book within Legends that explained that she knocked the old work boots with somebody who had a child, and then that child had a child and produced Ray? Like it just doesn't make any sense. No, and they certainly did nothing to explain how that whole zero union came together and zero. Yeah, it it yeah. They didn't do themselves any favors. It, but, uh, yeah, it, we go to Rebel, but it's just, it's, it's just, uh, <laughs> go home and, uh, yeah, I, is there anything else we want to cover? Well, well, any last, I, have a, I had a, the, I mean, the only thing I, 
you know, I think we kind of said it all when it comes to this Kenobi dumpster fire. Dumpster fire, yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, even wish. It, well, this made me just shake my head with that with that article too. It's just like, oh, are we gonna be able to see his face? No, we shouldn't be seeing his face unless he's in his freaking, you know, compression chamber or in a like what they did in what was it, Rogue One, where he's in the back to tube. I mean, that that's the only times that he would have any of that gear off. Yeah, don't do it. No, it was stupid when they did it in Rebels. It, well, I mean, in Rebels, it was just a helmet crack, basically. But I was trying to pose a GIF in the chat. I don't think I'm able to. That sucks. <laughs> no, all I see is still what the links that you posted. Because I had a really funny GIF. Um, no, yeah. Um, hopefully, I was on point with some of, some of no, the things I, I was I, saying. I, think I just. So. Um... Well, I, I'm not going to... Uh, I, I thought about going over this article of, about a rumored high Star Wars High Republic series, but I just, you know, fuck that series. What is kind of kind of grabbing... Was, yeah. I'm not... I, uh, I, was at a, I was at the comic book store earlier this week uh, picking up my DC load and I actually saw a, a younger uh, teenager... She uh, she's probably in her maybe I don't know twenties or whatever. She actually requested High Republic comics. I was like, "You are the first human <laughs> I've ever heard requesting this dog water comic book." I was in like I was in shock. She's like, "Yeah, do you have uh, issues eleven and 12? I didn't even know they made it that far. Did you but actually then, say that to her? Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny what I said <laughs> for. Uh, legal reasons but um <laughs> no she she i was kind of dumbfounded it just again like everybody you know you know i may you know this is a funny thing because i know how sometimes you get even at work uh, it's like i i feel like even though i call myself fractured filter sometimes your filter is more broken than mine i need to come up with a better name <laughs> maybe we'd like I yeah, swear, so, I, I'm just like, I don't know. like Maybe I'll change like, my I'll name talk, to like... I'll talk some shit. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to change my name to like Peter Griffin or something. Because there's no filter. Brain, mouth, no filter. what grinds my gears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but this was actually like, I'm not even joking. I'm not even making this up for the show. Like, I was, I was in there and, and she picked up. She was inquiring. She had picked up. She had one copy, and she was inquiring about like issues eleven and twelve. And okay, uh, I won't lie. If I was probably there with you, I might have. I might. Big, nah, I might have been mean, like, really? Yeah. What do well, you like either, about them? You probably would have. What do you like about them? Really? In the back of my head, or you would have just egged me on. You probably egged me on. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Jay Hitman, she's a child. How dare you say that? <laughs> or you would have been like, I bet you won't say it. Or no, you, no, no, no. This is for everybody who's listening. He would have done this. Fraction Filter would have been like, Do it. Uh, I dare you. <laughs> do it. He just, I just, Palpatine would just kind of just do it. Yeah, I would have yeah. been there. Oh, I, I might, I might have. It. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. True story. And I just, uh, People I just would have been like, more the I just would have been more the inquisitive type. I think I just would have been like, okay, so tell me why you like them. What what is it about these? What stories about this that dog are actually, water 
When, you know, you Cute. just got to approach it just right. So you just got what makes yeah. you like these books? Please, I have to know because from what I've personally seen of them, I'm tough to understand because I can recommend you a bunch of other better stories yeah. <laughs> than what like, you're diving into. Please let please explain why you like you love this Jedi Master Wookiee with a late. Uh, oh have you seen some of these lightsabers? The like yeah, the, the art, like so just, stupid. Some this these... Lord of the Rings, Star Trek looking lightsaber. It's so bad. It's so 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 bad. I'm just like, guys, you're the whole thing that was cool about lightsabers was that just that they were just the lightsabers. You didn't need any extra special gimmicks or anything like that. We didn't need them twirling. We didn't need them doing stupid things. It just needed to be the Freaking help, and that was it. So what I was saying while you got kicked out by the girl that uh, <laughs> bought the comic yeah, book, she, she she hacked your phone. <laughs> she did. She used Apple Pay and somehow <laughs> hacked my phone. And uh, so no, no. What I was saying, what I was saying though, before you got kicked or while you were kicked, was you know it, the cool the the whole thing about lightsabers was that just that they were lightsabers. They looked cool. They made cool effects. And they, you know, they were able to, it was the Jedi, Jedi or Sith's weapon. That was yeah. all we needed. They didn't need to do anything special or twirly or stupid. Nothing. Wait, hold on. They should be we... used as a transportation device. No, they should not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I tell Floney the that. Only thing that. The only thing that we needed was then the introduction of the staff saber, which made sense. Because then it's just, you know, that extra, just, just that part of variant. It's like okay, cool. Darth, and it made Darth Maul unique. Until then, they started giving it to a bunch of other characters, anyways. But in that meantime, it at least made Maul, Darth Maul, a unique villain character because he yeah. had his lightsaber we hadn't seen yet. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't believe we have. You. I don't know. If the, no, I. The but yeah, games weren't like out. you said. I yeah, like yes, I have seen a lot of those lightsabers and. Then you look at stupid Kylo Ren's saber. That stupid thing with the cross guard having the lightsaber bits coming out of that. I'm like, really? Really? It looks that's it looks stupid. No. But hey, it protected him uh in duel. And lightsaber combat. No, you know, if anything that protected you maybe a little bit, and if only if it was made of cortosis, would be would be Jedi Outcast light. reference, thank you. Would have been some of these uh, uh, lightsaber hilts where at least it actually has a proper cross card on there, not 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 a thing that comes out and then has its own lightsabers on top of it. Ugh. You know, to prevent us from being deemed as just old, biased, loyalist turds, I guess we should probably. I'm maybe fine look with that. I mean, I am too, but maybe we should we should look into this High Republic dumpster fire just so <sighs> people who well, just hear me out. So like, well, you're just biased, and have you read them? Maybe you'd like them, so we know more about them. Because again, I've not read the the dumpster fire High Republic utter garbage. I've sent you pictures of of the ridiculousness and how they even have a Halcyon, uh, or a High Republic Halcyon cruiser. Um, yeah, they have that book. reference in there. I just, I don't know. I, you know, it's interesting. I was in the local bookstore, and there's more High Republic stuff than actually Legend books, and that's very. Because it's very not upsetting. selling. Well, I know, I know, they're packed out, and they. I'd love to hack into their system and see their sales, um, but 
yeah, I, that's interesting. But I also wasn't trying to get kicked out of the store. I, I could have said a lot more, and I probably should have. But you know, I wish you were there because we've been like, do it. Yeah, like I said, I might have egged you on. Well, you would have, and um, then we both would have been arrested no, no, for but something. You, you know what? What makes me immediately go? Let me hang on. Let me save this. I'll put this. Um. No. You know what? You know this. I all I need really is probably one page to go. You, you know what? Screw. Screw this. Because it yeah. immediately destroys. Because I, I, this is a, this is the thing. We've seen it in the, even the newer movies. They have no concept of how the goddamn the lightsabers are supposed to work at all. I thought you were gonna say the force. Because hang on. No, a lightsaber should not be doing this. Should not stop you mid-length on this thing. Yeah. So just that fact right there already tells me no. You have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. You can say all the focus you freaking want. No, it's still stupid. No. There's actually people out there that, uh, like on Twitter, that were saying that they really love the uh, idea that you could use the i don't even know if there's a actual like a proper name for the inquisitor lightsaber that spins but that there's some people that actually think it's cool i'm like no and they've tried to make the one of that they are not properly trained sith or anything like that so it's used as kind of a crutch i've heard a lot of the stupid excuses one tell me how it's physically possible like i guess if you're using maybe a force jump I, I don't what, know uh, the way they possible. use it yeah. for travel? Yeah. How, how's that phys- like, physically possible? Please, somebody explain that to me. I mean, I, I, didn't say- I mean, from what I could tell, there was nothing that gave it a level of propulsion or anything. I mean, if you look at a, at, a, at a helicopter, cool. it yeah. requires two blades. I mean, this thing's got to be moving pretty, pretty quick for you to catch flight. Yeah, and even then, that would mess up their. That, I mean, I know it kind of goes outward and everything, but it's still it's like you know, that in of itself would create a weird like, I don't know, a vacuum of some kind that would mess with either side of you. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess if flight was possible, then Grievous would have been able to do it. Yeah, because he was the. I mean, <laughs> he, was the he was the he, he was, was the, the guy that started it. it. Basically, you know. And I'm talking about like solely, you know, flight, you know, used from the lightsaber, not anything, you know, that he had cybernetically, you know, attached to him. Right. It's just, ah. a, yeah, it's just a stuff. Uh, I can't even. <laughs> I just, it makes, I have diarrhea thinking about it. And I think in the, in this, Kenobi series, right. I, I think that the, this, he has a spinning lightsaber, I think, that we saw. Yeah, and yeah, from the trailer that they had for Kenobi, it was freaking Filoni at your, at, you know, at his best for the fat-headed uh, Inquisitor from Utapau. 
I really hope <laughs> that they just get a cone head to do it. I can live with the cone head. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> should probably lower our blood pressure. We should probably get into. I we say don't. lower our blood pressure. At the end of the day, I might. I might code. <laughs> just based off this off this episode. So shall we get into the Mandalorian then? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. right. Let me get my notes back up again. Where does it start? Where is it? Where is it? Come on. I need to make it bigger. No, that's the gunslinger. We go down to the bottom. There we go. Okay. So I, I couldn't help but make a little notation too about the uh, the recap. I I just like uh, like I ended up saying the recap makes things seem more serious than they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then it gets into the episode. It's Mando gets to meet with an old friend. It seems that he reached out to. It goes on to that space station that he that that guy's on. Um, what was it, Ranzar or something? Was his friend's name? I think his name uh, was Ran, Ran, Run, Ran, Ran or Ranzar. I, I looked it up on IMDb because I'm like, okay, I should at least have somebody's name. But I think I just ended up calling him Harry, just because of how freaking hairy he was. Uh, Wasn't he the detective from uh, Too Fast, Too Furious? I. Think so, but it also wasn't he in uh, Batman Begins? He was Bullock, I think. No, he was Flash. He was Flash. Oh. Anyway, um. So then uh, they lightly touch on Mando's issues with the Guild. Ranzar has a job for Mando to bust into a prison, and that and he uh, just needs him to be the wheel man. Kind of. At least that's the way it made it seem at first. Um, I'm not even sure I'm going to um, So, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Mando's, fr- yeah, Mando's friend has ulterior motives to letting him crash at his place. And that was the Razor Crest. Uh, they introduced Bill Burr, who was Mayfield. Uh, Mayfield, Mayfield, Mayfield. Mayfield. It, they, everybody seemed to kind of pronounce it differently. Uh, Mando and Harry have have some bit of, of history recap, and Harry lays out that for the mission. Uh, Mayfeld is the one running point, so it's like Harry is giving the orders. Uh, Harry mentions a bit of Mayfeld's history of being a crack shot since he was once part of the Empire's sharpshooters. I forgot what they called them specifically. I think he had some sort of name. Imperial sharpshooter or something. Was that it? It was just. Uh, I think what he used the. Yeah, what he said or what he called him. So, yeah, then it's, you know, uh, 
Mando makes the snarky reply of that isn't saying much. And Burr, of course, replies with, I wasn't a, sh- I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. <laughs> I was like, uh, the meme of stormtroopers can't hit is now even in this show, despite the fact they were, you know, supposed to be the elite of the elite. But why bother with that? Yeah. You know, just continue to diminish our villains and stuff like that. Man. So, uh, then Burr mocks the Razor Crest, saying it looks like Canto Bite slot machine. Further evidence that, yes, the sequel trilogy exists and all roads lead there because he could have said, uh, like I, I, made, I had a couple of examples that he could have gone with uh, a Hut slot machine or a Nar Shaddaa slot machine to avoid sequel trilogy nonsense. Because, yeah. I mean, this has been the longest thing. Oh, no. It's going to be retcon. The sequel trilogy won't exist. We totally swear. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, Burr mocks. Oh, wait, I already said that. Um, and then, yeah, Mando gets introduced. The team team first, the Deveronian. I called him. I His name was Berg, but I called him Kurgan because that's who that is Clancy Brown. So I was like, it's the Kurgan. The Kurg, yeah. It's the Kurg! Um, or Burger, you know. Burger, says, like Burger. Uh, who says, uh, isn't he a little short to be a Mandalorian? And yeah. I was like, wow, so original. Uh, got a roboid uh, called Zero, and then a funky-looking Twi'lek, Zion? Jin? Z- uh, Zion, or... Zion? Zion? Zion, whatever. Uh, Peon. I, Peon. I, I, Keon, yeah. Keon, yeah. I, I couldn't help but also say it's like, you know, Mando and the Goofy Twi'lek seem to have a history of the romantic sort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, you know, this has been this has been part of my problems too. It's like, you know, I the Twi'leks just look horrendous. They're not very good. Since no. being out of George Lucas's care. Yeah. And and that side of things. It's like, I mean, you guys so they're trying the to humanize them more. Cost? No, it's, it's it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, it's like they're losing their alienness, but it's just like the tw- the the Twilix Lekus look look god awful on them. Like the head yeah. tails, they just look poorly done. I mean, I even excuse me. I even looked at um some shots from uh Phantom Menace. And the, it was like a couple of the Twilight girls that were with, um, oh God, uh, shoot, I forgot, not Watto. Ah, uh, the the pod racer that Anakin was mainly antagonistic with. Uh, it wasn't Sebulba, was it? No. Yeah, Sebulba, Sebulba. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, like he was being tended to by a couple of Twilight girls, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that, I'm like, oh, those look a lot better. And then, yeah. yeah, then you think of, you know, Return of the Jedi and everything. It's like, yeah, those Twi'leks looked awesome, and they looked oh, alien. Yeah. They didn't have, I mean, it was like... Are yeah, you, so, wait, have, hold on. Are you saying that actually looked good because Lucas was a part of it? Lekus. So, Lekus are their, are their head tails. Yeah. That's what they're called. Lekus. So, yeah. uh, that, I mean, it, it just all just looks so bad. It, it just comes off like... I don't know because they're supposed to, the 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 lucky were supposed to be alive, but not alive. But I mean, it's part of them, so it's almost like a tail because yeah. it can quiver, it can kind of react to their own 
yeah. uh, moods and stuff like that, and you get none of that. They're just it that would cost money. What are you talking about? It would actually mean some attention to detail. Um, I know, right? Uh, otherwise, and uh, Roboid uh, messing with Mando's ship and finds the message from Carl Weathers about the acquirement of Grogu. Uh, mission debriefing. Mando is already finding out he has he was lied to as they have to hit a New Republic prison instead of a syndicate stronghold. I think it was. Yeah. Um, but it said that the ship is only staffed with droids, so it should make it easy for him to do the mission. So again, we're at least getting some remembrance that Mando hates droids, but he's willing to work with Zero. Zero, he'll <sighs> make an exception for. Contrad- uh, just so much contradiction. He, he makes exceptions here and there, as we've noticed. Um, Roboid goes over all the problems with the ship thus far and questions why they're using it, and it's because the Razor Crest is off Empire and New Republic records, basically. I, ugh, yeah. Go ahead. Do you have- <laughs> I, well, so Chime this, in anytime. Yeah, well, this is just kind of some of the stuff I put. So I, I put... Uh, manually in chapter six, the prisoner, and I was like, I was the prisoner watching this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Recap scene, uh, opening scene said Mando meets Ran. I would run away, or I would have run, run away. Uh, the job, I'd quit. Uh, what's the look? <laughs> I put, What look? He's got a helmet on you, Han Yawker. Like, what? It, <laughs> like, uh, and then I so I called Burr, I called him Baldy Locks. <laughs> I think is what I referred to him as. The Devonian. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Bill Burr. I have oh, another name Bull, for I have Bull, Okay, for okay, Dab, okay, okay. Dab Burr. Oh, sorry. Like, my bad. My bad. Oh, you're good. Okay. Baldy Lock Bando. I said, Ran, uh, he's one of the best trigger men I've ever seen. Former Imperial star, uh, Sharpshooter. Mando, that's not saying much. And then I thought Baldy Locks, uh, yeah, insert uh, hurt feelings. I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass, like you said. Yeah. Um, jump down to introductions are in order. Uh, meet the three stooges. And this is what I called them. So Hellboy, Peon, <laughs> and then they got it right with zero. Uh, uh, Mando and Peon have a love pass, question mark. Uh, zero, zeroing in the ship. Yeah. Uh, Baldy Locks covering the intel running, uh, run, running his mouth about the job. And I had something that I wanted to, I had something that you just said, but uh, Peon reminds Mando of the New Republic prison shit, man, by droids, love hate relationships. So we go, it's just this, like, this weird, like, I hate droids, no droids. And then, like, I'll work with IG, but I still hate droids, but I really just hate droids, but I'll work with Zero. But, but I wouldn't then, take I wouldn't take a ride from a droid that would have made my first mission that we get to see a lot easier. Right. And instead of it, I take it from this goofy ass human who then gets eaten by a giant. But again, uh, water no creature. Disney doing what they do best and giving no context of why he hates droids. That he'll work with droids. Well, that's that's it. kind of what they're working through through the flashbacks and stuff. That's yeah, why, like, yeah. the, the last flashback we got was the uh, super battle droid opening yeah. the the thing and and clearly having killed his parents and stuff like that, and you know he's gonna get found out. Yeah, and then so. to your point, uh, zero uh, ask uh, zero questions why they're using this bucket of bolts. It's off the grid, um, and then yeah, so I, it's just oh god, I just there's so much that I just this one that you know 
new re- this prison ship like oh god <laughs> once you like i don't know go to go to an actual planet or i don't know i just well i mean I at least at least we're not on tattooing for once i mean you know? i would have assumed at least we're not I, we're when not I first there watched it, i would assume that they were going back to tattooing they're gonna break into jabba's palace <laughs> or the guy who's running jabba's palace and that you know i originally when i first wrote when i first watched it I thought that that's where they were going to go with it, but then they chose this flying prison that, oh God, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I just jumped down to, uh, that's how I feel right now. Uh, da, 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 da. Ran running Mando out of, out of the pilot seat. Yeah, I, ha- uh, I had it was, uh, oh, where was it? Sorry. Um, already tensioned with the crew. Uh, Roboid is doing all the flying and lets Mando go and hang out with the troops. Kurgan is shifting into Mando's shit. Uh, Kurgan questions about why they need a Mandalorian. Mayfeld mocks them almost as, as he says that. Yeah. Says that word is they're the best warriors in the galaxy has seen and for, uh, the galaxy's ever seen further laughter added why the he- why they all dead then um twilik says about one uh one of the jobs they did was that mando liked whatever depraved things they did and that she knows quote what he's really like maybe implying she's seen the space or just talking about his actions on that job until burr asks about the helmet but she says no for no never seen his face and jokes this is the way uh burr claims maybe he's a gungan and does an impersonation yeah. of saying misa don't want to show my face cheap pop um that was terrible which that was I, just a terrible scene <sighs> um mando and kurgan get into a fight and while doing so accidentally exposes grogu you know, it's like you you long for real Mandalorians like Candorus, who probably would have taken that bitch apart. <laughs> none of this would have happened. It just would have been called, you know. <laughs> ripped her legs through her mouth. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, I, that's pretty close to what I, I think I had. What uh, I said, um, uh, Jim's down here. I just put a zero claiming to be faster than or claiming to be faster yeah. than organics and smarter too. And then I just put ridiculous scene with Hellboy peon Baldy locks, uh, zero jumps into hyper jumps into hyperspace and Hellboy uh, presses buttons, opens weapon cash. Mando's not having it. Door closes. Hellboy sad. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, to your point, Hellboy asks why they need a Mandalorian. Baldy locks fi- is firing shots at, uh, at the Mandalorians. Uh, Hellboy yeah. fires back with, uh, why are they, all, if that's the case, why are they all dead? Um, and then Peon, well, she's just a Peon. Uh, yeah. Mayfield asking about taking off the helmet, uh, wondering what he looks like. Uh, and then, yeah, like, do we have to bring up the Gungans with this terrible <laughs> impression? JJ, you shyster again. Uh, and then I just wrote, like, can we be done? With the helmet conversations, like, yeah, it, it seems to be, to be the, the topic of everything that they want to. This whole get show, into. this whole show, multiple times, and we're not going to get into future. Like, I'm trying not to 
jump ahead yeah that i've watched season two and the rest of season one but like just it's just ridiculous like i'm so over it like it like why it's just stupid why yeah Um, i I hear you especially uh, when it's like you have a person there that's already interacted with him so why are you bringing it up anyway and then there's just this ridiculous fight scene that you're talking about, like, you know, the, the Davrin uh, attacks Mando trying to get his helmet off and then just magically hits the button that releases the door. <laughs> that shows off Grogu. That shows yeah. Gro- Grogu. Yeah. This is why I said Hellboy attacks Mando trying to get his helmet off. Womp Rat door opens for everyone to see. Yep. Um, uh Burr questions it if him and the Twilic made that. Ugh. Um, I giggled a little bit. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, uh, none of them are ready for the sharp flying the roboid. Uh, the roboid as they come out of hyperspace because they basically just go flying right into the damn thing. Wonderful CGI. I don't know if you talked <laughs> about it. Eh, not really. Um. Uh, they start in on the ship after I, I call them Daleks. Swift by mm. the, the the black the the black spheroid uh, looking uh not sphere but they're more they're more in that shape. It, yeah, were they real cool? Were they trying to was he they trying to steal um like rip off the interrogation droids that were in a New Hope? I those I don't think that's exactly what they're called. No, they not a, not quite because they were like a, they were bigger and they're more in like a kind of triangle shape uh, if anything uh, you know what I was I got I think I got confused with the droids that were on Outcast because I played Outcast last night disregard what I just said you played Outcast last night well no the, there's a droids <laughs> yeah on Outcast well I, well I thought they actually looked somewhat like I don't know I thought I did I watched it this morning and I was not quite like these no yeah okay continue um so, uh, Mando takes one look at Grogu's room and starts down. They go by a bunch of prison cells, seeing a bunch of creatures. Twilek says how paranoid Mando is after he expresses his own dislike of the situation they're in. Um, yeah. Then they've they get a they get a mouse the mouse droid that comes along and. The stupid uh, Kurgan decides to have a little game and destroys it. If I remember right. Interject here real quick. Do you think this is a potential shot? So he calls it Little Mouse, right? Or uh, yeah. does this say Little Mouse? So it's actually called, uh, and I'll say it in my notes, but it's like the MSE 6 droid is technically what it's called. But it's called the Mouse Droid. So is this like Floney trying to be funny when he says Little Mouse? Or I just saw it, and that's just I. I just questioned. I was like, like it's just a little like, on the nose about it, yeah. <sighs> just for what everybody's referred to them as the mouse yeah. <laughs> I just have this. This just. I always think that Floney's just trying to take shots at at George. That's just <laughs> what I have in my head. I could be wrong. Maybe well, it's kind of it was kind of like recreating the Chewbacca shouting at the mouse droid right. in the New Hope, like. Just doing uh, just ripping, ripping stuff away, but all right. Um, uh, yeah, continue because I, I don't know where I'm at here. No worries, no worries. Uh, Burr has a weird turret backpack gun, 
Mando magically got behind the droids and gets to show off a little bit as he fights the droids and takes them out because big stupid Kurgan decided to, you know, make some noise and get the the sentry droids on them. Uh, Burr saying, better clean up your mess, even though it was the Kurgan that alerted them to what was going on. Yeah. Uh, one poor little Republic soldier. Burr mocks him with his shoes and belt. Uh, till the soldier pulls out a tracking beacon. Uh, Mando starts to talk to the soldier till they all point guns at one another, and the Twi'lek knifes the soldier, only to realize the distress signal was pushed anyway. Good job, bitch. Uh, let's see what I put. Um, very close. I said. Uh... I'll just jump up here. I said, uh, Burr questions of Mando and Peon made it. Please no. Um, is it a pet or something? I said, Burr <laughs> grabs now pet. Hyperspace debacle. Baby pulls a Jeff Hardy swan dive. Please, I hope somebody knows who Jeff Hardy is. The Hardy boys from old WWF. <laughs> uh, Peon, it, I, this is where I try to be funny. So Peon is hissed off uh, because uh, no countdown. She loves to hiss. Is she yeah. part Twilic or Cath Hound for those <laughs> old Republic fans? Like, I don't understand the hissing. Uh, Mando trying to open the hatch. Um, everyone waiting on Mayfield to lead the charge. Uh, her royal histress enters then. Uh, enters in. Oh, then clum- Clumsy Locks, I think. And then by Mando. So I think I cl- called Clumsy Locks uh, what you were called. Uh, Davrin or what were you? K- Kurgan? Kurgan, yeah. Have you not uh, seen Highlander? No. Oh. Okay. No, I'll need to. So that, that um, one's over your head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was trying to watch Kirk. You know, I was trying to think about it. But um, walking through the ship, history says uh, Mando's paranoid. The guy, Money, asking if uh, Mando's is paranoid. Whilst he gets scared, uh, fired a shot in his pants. <laughs> that scene where he got scared. And then a dumb brute shoots the uh, mouth. The the messy six droid calls it little mousey. Really? Uh, I was like, all sections have been alerted to your presence, sir. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Uh, blast fire ups. Mayfield calls out Mando or calls out Mando. I mean, it was really special. just a stupid moment. It's like, why you guys aren't, you, you all know what the job is. Yeah. You get it. Certain is... temperaments and stuff like that. But it's like, you're, you're really going to have this guy act like such a spurg. Yeah. Like, I thought, Mr. What about the Imperial guy here? He should be all like, you know, clean cut button up and like, you know, I know he's been out of the Imperial, you know, forces for however long, but right. you know, that stuff doesn't exactly leave you. You'd well, think there'd be yeah. some, some, some uh, type semblance of training. of training or just discipline uh, of keeping these guys in line. I mean, I know he was a sniper, but he also has to have a great deal of patience, even though he said he's impatient, but it's like, you're a sniper. Patience is like one of the most key things you kind of need. Yeah. Well, this is what, and then, like, I think you may have called out, like, uh, uh, Mayfield calls out Mando, supposed to be something special, but he can't take a droid out with three blasters. Right. Um, and then Mando obviously takes the droids out, best car for the win. Uh, Captain obviously states the obvious. And then this is where we get into the, I said four against one, Egghead. Egghead pulls out the tracking beacon. Mando tries to reason with Egghead. And then yeah. we have the, an Alcatraz standoff from the rock scenario 
everybody's just pointing. Consider that. It's literally yeah. Yeah, you're right. Just yeah, and uh, and then history sliced and diced the again. And I just thought you done messed up at Aaron. So I just uh, yeah, like yeah. That's all. That's where I was at. So, um, uh, yeah, because Mando was trying to talk the poor little bastard down. Da- Davin, David, Davin. Davin what, yeah, Davin. yeah. Um, so then it was uh, called uh, Daleks and struggle snuggle with the Kurgan, um, and and he blows up two droids for the price of one. Mando gets thrown into prison cell after their target was in the, their target was in who's the brother of the Twi'lek. Uh who also seems to know Mando too. Uh interesting enough. Roboid deciphers the message or cleans it up and learns of the quarry. Mando manages to get himself out of jail. Uh, out of jail cell after being betrayed and heads to the control room where the new Republic soldier was and starts messing with the crew. Gets to yeah. play little mind games with them. Uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Searching for the companion. Companion is found. Mando forcefully traded places with Quinn. Carl Weathers hollow cameo. Uh, Mando could use <laughs> a hand, escaping. Um, so one was given to him. Uh, uh, yeah, lock- yeah, right. Lockdown initiated. Comms interrupted. Thank you. And then I just jumped down to a wombat meets zero zero meet. I said wombo wombat meet zero womp rat meet zero zero meet. He's gone. And then <laughs> brotherly, I wrote brotherly and sisterly love uh, doesn't run deep. No. Yeah, I, uh, Grogu says hello to the droid prisoner. Uh, actually, accurately says Devaronian. Shocking. Uh, I always, I, it'll still shock me that they actually prop that actually use the, 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 the names of the species from Canon. Are you talking? Yeah, I you- know. Right. What? Shocking. Whoa. Uh, Grogu starts to play games with the roboid prisoner is only interested in getting out. Doesn't care about his sister. And Mayfeld says, nice family. <laughs> Mando notices the transponder and takes it with him. Mando begins some cat and mouse games with the crew. Grogu doing the same with the droid. Uh, son. Uh, Mando goes after Kurgan first, who somehow tanks a flamethrower to the face. I didn't think that just because they looked like the looked like devil guys, yeah. they were fire resistant. I'm just like, really? I mean, dude, the fuck? Whatever. Kurgan gets door smash treatment. Um, Twilik tries to get in touch with the droid, but nothing. And is the next victim of Mando? Qu- uh, question mark. Uh, Burr shows off his sharpshooter skills. Mando goes to fight the Twilik, who launches a barrage of knives at him till they get close and he gets a knife on her throat. Mando plays some predator sneaking time up on, on Burr and cuts, uh, cuts away, not showing their fight at, uh, at all. Um... Gotta love those that off-screen fighting, um, because then Mando meets up with the brother Twilek and asks if they were killed, and Mando just says they got what they deserved. Grogu attempts some Jedi stuff on the droid till Mando comes up from behind and blasts it, and they are taking off and leaving the prison ship. 
Yeah, you had a lot more than I did. I uh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't cover. Well, this is why I cover. So I said, Mandy takes the beacon. The hunter becomes the hunted, or so they think. Hide and seek commences between Zero and the Womprat. Zero has zero chance of finding him. I said, uh, <laughs> Hellboy giving Mando hell. Mando blasts Hellboy with blast doors. What is uh, this? Like, he, he smashes him with one door, but then he's still getting up, and then he gets right. smashed by another so, door. I'm like, okay, he's got to be dead, this, right? This is where I don't understand. So, like, he's he's left. Uh, so, the Dabronians left in the door, and then he initiated. Then he, he did you catch, like, I think Mando knows magic because he magically just had something in his hand. Like he farted and then he had that silver thing that he threw at the controls. Like I even tried to play it slow. I was like, I don't know where he got it from. Like he can't, was, he pulled a Palpatine with his lightsaber. Oh, it just the, magically appeared. Like one of the knives or whatever. Yeah, oh, I don't know if it was a knife. It was some, some something silver that he like he had in his hand and he threw it at the door to trigger the door controls. But this is what I didn't understand. So like. The door shuts and the Dabronian lifts up the door. Then he like he hits the blast door. Yeah. But isn't no head removal? Like if you Nothing. watch it, like where did he like you know there's zero space between the actual door and then a blast door. Right. Yeah. And his head is popping out from under the door. So when the blast door is initiated, you would assume that his head was going to be cut off. It's yeah. It's gonna be popped like a grape. Where like what? Oh, we'll get there, don't yeah. Yeah. Um, um yeah, you continue because then I uh I think then I caught up. Well, then I just put like um no head removal. Histress is in a pissing mood. Droy gets outsmarted by an organic. He <laughs> said that he wasn't gonna, you know, yeah, you know, he's smarter than organics. I said wah, Mayfield. Wah, yeah. Wah. Uh Mayfield's turn. Mayfield's turn three versus three. Three blasters, three droids, and then I. This is this is the scene that just pissed me off. I was like, Histress versus Mando. Does she have a surplus of knives in that bonnet? Like, how many knives does she have? She had plenty. That's all that counted. <laughs> but what, like, she reminds me of like Oliver Queen in the Arrow. He's got like he can yeah, shoot. Yeah, a bunch of arrows. Twenty yeah, arrows yeah. in your quiver. But you've literally shot. Like, okay, this is a better example. It's like you ever not watch, supposed to be counting. <laughs> listen, you ever watch uh, the old Dirty Harry movies? Yeah. With yeah. It? Okay, you remember like the, the, there's in the second. Yeah, one the first he, big scene where he, I. I uh, oh God. Um, you know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. You know, there's one scene where it's like uh, he's like he I know starts he thinking. starts rattling off all of his shots exactly, and he says yeah, how yeah, his yeah. gun only has about what six shots yeah so d- tell do you and you know goes into the whole do you feel lucky punk well yeah yeah but there's one in the second movie where it's like uh uh he's like i know uh i know oh i i'm gonna butcher the the quote but it's like basically you know, did i fire five or six rounds and to be honest with you uh i can't remember so yeah do you feel lucky punk yeah that that one but that like, was for the when first you film, go yeah. through that scene i get 15 times He's firing like 14 to fit. I, I counted four, 14 to 15 times. So it, it's just, it's kind of like that. It's like, how many knives do you freaking have? Well, uh, they were, they, you know, they, they were, they were small knives, so they could have fit in the pouch. And, you know, yeah. um, I don't even know. That. So, yeah. And then Mayfield gets got. Quinn tries to sweeten the deal. Yeah. Uh, zero finds Womp Rat. Zero is really a zero. Mando returns Quinn back to Ran, gets paid. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 um, so, uh, 
Uh, Mando's oh, heading back to the space station and has the Twilic brother uh, back to Harry. Harry asks about the others, and Mando points out, no questions asked. That's the policy. Uh, Mando collects his fee and heads off. After Mando's heading out, Harry puts in the order to, quote-unquote, kill him. And then it's revealed that the Twi'lek had the New Republic responder. Yeah. How he didn't notice that, Lord knows. Beeping? I don't know. If I heard something beeping, I... Yeah. If I had something attached to me that was beeping, I'd probably, you know, hear it. And we know. get a cameo from our favorite person in the world, Mr. Dave Filoni himself. <sighs> Shoehorned his fat ass into the, into this episode as an X-Wing pilot. Uh, yeah. So what was funny, though, about this is, uh, like, I, I made the note. So Dave Filoni's stupid ass shoehorns himself in. Uh, I, yeah. So, so... The New Republic asks zero questions, takes no prisoners, and acts like the Empire and just vapes the space station to debris. I mean, I understand that they tracked down this this transponder, but it was supposed to be with. I'd imagine that the signal was unique to this to the prison ship. So, think. so how is it that then they come to a space station that is completely not their prison transport thing or whatever? And they're like, you know what? Let's just blow the hell up. Let's just blow this place to hell. It's very Empire-like. That's what I said. I thought that was very interesting. Um, yeah, I, I was just like, okay, that was... And Mando now just got these people killed. But why um, Why Filoni doing a cameo? But this is this is funny. Because it's like, okay, Mando, then Mando gives Grogu the metal ball after he says to him, told you that was a bad idea. Man, somehow they had a conversation, apparently. Um, revealed that all Mando's crew were, were act- are actually still alive and in New Republic prison. How the hell did the Kurgan survive the door smashing? So back to that point <laughs> of how the hell the Kurgan could have survived the damn door smashing. Or in your case, Hellboy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, but honestly, I miss that he part. kept I miss all of them alive. He kept all of them alive, but he then sacrifices an old friend, basically, or at least what they made it seem like they had a buddy buddy relationship. Mm-hmm. And the person that he just brought in, he just got them blown to smithereens. You know, you're not exactly doing too well. I mean, I know he tried to order for a kill, but yeah, it is like, you didn't exactly know that that was going to happen. So for all you know, he wasn't going to do anything and you just got them vaped hardcore for no, for what could have been no reason at all. Mates. What a, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, it, that whole, it, it's just like, really? And then, like I said, the, the, the you know, how he he kept, all of them alive, except for the brother and the and his old pal. I don't even know how the the, the Davronian or whatever he um, was able to survive the doors smashing. No, I I couldn't tell you. That's like Edark. That's like Edark Stark surviving his head being cut off by. Well, was it? Oh God, what's his name? Um, not Joseph. Who was that? 
whatever the kid's name was in Game of Thrones, where he orders, you know, uh, Sean Bean's head to be cut off, and he, it's like him saying, it's like, literally, it's like, he survived. Yeah. Zero sense. Maybe he has another head. Maybe he grew hey, another head. Who, who, you know, maybe. <sighs> I don't know. But yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. So you're you're willing to sit, you're willing to sacrifice literally the people that tried to kill you, but you're going to kill somebody Buddy, that's else. Yeah, going, that's trying to that paid kill you, you. But yes, then to try to betray and kill you. Yes, Is it because you didn't pay. I just like really, or... really. Well, it just was the whole setup. I'm like, like I said, it it, it didn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily gonna be done that way you know for all he knew he but yeah he didn't know, that, he he didn't know leave, no gonna, problem he didn't know Rand was gonna kill him but he knew that these guys were trying to kill him so he saved the guys that were trying to kill him but he kills the one that he had no idea that was gonna try to kill him like it makes no sense <laughs> like literally it like literally makes no sense it's like it was just like an ending for the sake of an ending and to have a bigger... It's like they were on a time crunch. They were like, they had to premiere the episode within 20 minutes and they're still on act one trying to figure out how to Yeah. end the episode. Yeah. It, again, it's like you said, it's just a, just a time filler. But I'd rather watch Paint on the House dry than watch this. <laughs> Harsh. Kind of uh, true. Well, I mean, so yeah, and that, is there anything I missed? Because I, I mean, I missed, that was basically the end of the episode. Uh, I was, uh, I was so excited for it to end. I did not, I did not see Filoni in there. So thank you for yeah, pointing and that Filoni out. and Deborah Chow were in the X wings. I looked, I saw the IMDb credits. That's the only reason why I know that. Yeah, I, I didn't even see, see that. I just was, yeah. Ugh. But what I had to laugh at, though, was like the, um, that, you know, like how they have at the end of every episode, the, the artwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to laugh. I was like, man, for the Twilik looks a lot better. And he, the, it was funny because he looks basically like, Clan, like, like Clancy Brown already. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why didn't he look more like this? Like have the goatee and shit and look actually yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's just kinda out of shape. <laughs> so the actor was was he but I mean this is kind of like how the guy looks. Just if he's you can imagine yeah. without all the devil makeup on. Yeah. Um, but it's like this looks way more impressive than what we got, in my opinion. It's kind of like the Utapalian from yeah. Avengers of the Sith versus <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> fat Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, and the new Kenobi, um, yeah, no, I agree, but again, you know, that would, you know, for them to do that, then Disney would have had to, I don't know, probably spend more money, which, you know, they're not in the business of not quite no bastards or actually, I don't know, put time, like you say, put time and effort and, you know, passion to something that you're trying to create. Well, that would be but helpful, yeah. But that's that's the thing, and all these costumes, and I don't, I think you touched on it earlier. Is like they're just they're just poorly, cheaply done, just yeah. for the sake of doing it. Like, and even and we t- I touched on this even in the and when we were doing Book of Boba, like the Rodian, terrible. Every yeah. costume is just terrible. The 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 Twilight front, like the the mayor's assistant, terrible. 
Oh yeah. Like is he a Twi'lek or a human? Well, like I said, all these twi- all the Twi'leks just end up they they're just, like it is. They're just uh, humans with with skin paint on. I mean, literally. they're not alien at all. But is that? I mean, is that what they're going for? Are they trying to humanize them? Like the the scene. Be- so this was a, a hot topic back when. Uh, oh, I don't know if we covered it. Uh, it might be in. Have we? Oh, have we got to the episode where? Uh, I'm gonna hold my thought, but it, this. <laughs> so there are social justice issues that have been touched on within the Mandalorian. That's all what I'll say until we get to I think the ap- the episode with the the Tuscan Raiders. I don't know if we've had that episode yet. Have we had interaction with the Tuscan Raiders? Uh, the only interaction that we had with the Tuscan Raider was when last episode. The last episode when oh, okay. they, they magically appeared, were standing know, there like right. regular. And that right. weren't already pointing guns at them. All right. to do is so a that stupid that, little. Yeah. yeah, it's where I'll I'll reference this, and you're the one who actually said this to me. It's like, uh, kumbaya around the campfire. Um, but there's a you know social du- justice you know. That's issue. probably what in season two. I think it might be season two. If it's but, involving um, the Tuscans. Yeah, they, when we were talking about it, but it's like. I don't even know where I was going with that, but yeah, these, uh, well, no, I did. Yeah. That's where I was going with it. It's like, you know, you just, are you you're trying to humanize these, these, these characters and they, I mean, they did it with the Tuscans. Are they trying to do it with the Twi? I don't know, man. Like when I, when you watch Return of the Jedi and you see Bib Fortuna, like, and to your point, like all the Twi'leks that you saw, like those, like you like, Oh yeah. That's like, they look like an alien race. Like you watch yeah. now, you watch Mandalorian and Book of Boba. It's like they're, Humans they just they like they're just humans with, with skin yeah. paint. Is that because they don't and have like, goofy headdress? That's about yeah. it. So is Disney lazy, or yes. are they, or or is this? Do they actually think this is how they look? Um, hmm. You're telling me that makeup, laziness would at least imply that they're just you know only half-assing it. For sure. Uh, You're telling me though that the like costume art and all that stuff is was better back when Lucas did it versus now versus now. Yeah. The, with the technology, I thought, I thought technology only grew through. I mean, that's, that's the impression I, uh, that they've always given. Yeah. Um, I mean, you go to a comic con and you could find a better Twilight. Oh yeah. You can find a better cosplay Twilight out there. No doubt. Yeah. That probably is pretty bad. hundred percent. could probably speak it fluently. <laughs> digress what were your what were your your thoughts on the episode uh another filler tier episode didn't advance much it just it acted like it was gonna have something to do with the droid maybe or one of the crew member betraying him for grogu but that was all kind of a weird i guess sort of bait and switch as it were yeah um they kept like alluding, like, "Oh, they're gonna find out. Oh, they're gonna find out. What's gonna happen if they find out? Nothing, apparently. So that was kind of a wasted effort, at best. Um, otherwise, it was just that. I mean, like I said, it just, yeah. Other than some familiar faces. So this brings up a, a, an a interesting question. I wanted to, that I've thought about, and I wanted to bring up for for a while since we've been doing the Mandalorian. How can you explain to me or those who might listen who maybe align with 
where we're coming from and how we think and what we believe. How is this so freaking popular? I got people, there's people at work that will like, oh, this is the way. Like, and they, they actually, they enjoy it. And I just, I don't, I get old, grumpy, George Lucas <laughs> era loyalist, but like, yeah. and again, I have stated, and I think you have stated also, we want to like anything and everything. Yeah, it's that is like, Star we we, I mean, that's the thing. We don't but I mean, the thing here. is, is this, the, I know for me, it certainly started since uh, uh, Force Awakens. At first, I, I was like, yeah, that was, that was good. And then I watched it repeatedly. And it just kind of more and more issues started sticking out. And then Rogue One, I was like, yeah, that that was a little better. Vader, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no. They just totally they totally gave the finger and, and fucked right. off on Kyle Katarn and Jan Ors. And, you know, oh, Jin Urso, such a change of name. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I... Like yeah, I, I would have liked to have wanted wanted to like it, but it was it was like after those two movies, I was just like, you know what, you guys are, and then you know, yeah, you guys are you guys are fucking up too much on this shit. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then I heard about the debacle with the uh, the Last Jedi, and then <sighs> I I heard about the debacle with you know what I, I and then one I. Once which time debacle passed, I finally... you, which debacle are you referencing in last year the whole thing or just the whole thing okay, yeah. <laughs> the butchering of luke skywalker the you know i mean what they were they already did it to han so luke was the next victim um just the endless stupidity from that uh i didn't watch it until they finally had it for riff tracks for the audio commentary making fun of it and it was the same for uh, Rise of Palpatine. I didn't watch that until the, it was being made fun of because I'm like, I'm not going to. did there. I'm not going to subject myself to this stupid freaking movie that I'm just that the. Only, I mean, yeah, the only good part was Ian McDermott back as Sheev, but, but he know, wasn't he, even he, Sheev. He can only do so much to try yeah. and th- polish that turd. Um, no, it was it. it it's just been. It, and then what like i i was telling you i had no intentions of watching this shit yeah no, no intentions I, yeah, I, remember I remember telling that. telling you and and another co-worker both flat out but she was like oh but pedro i'm like i don't give a shit about him he, he got yeah. his dumb ass killed in uh in game of thrones in a stupid way yeah so uh i was like i have no intent but then you know water cooler talk i'm like okay i should I'm going to have to at least check this out so I have something to talk about with people other than being bitchy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then for, and prevent them from making the argument like, well, you haven't even seen it, so how can you have an opinion? Yeah, so how can you hate on it? Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. And then I, I I, thought it was, I mean, from the slew of shit that we'd already gotten, this had, re- like I said, like I think I, thought, I said from the beginning of all the, uh, all this with, when we started reviewing Mandalorian, it's a mediocre show. It did okay. It, it but the, the question is why was it okay? That's what I can't understand. Like the only thing that I can come to think is that they did what they did was they 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 did enough for kind of key jangling enough little things here and there. For a lot of people, it was the stupid baby Grogu, the stupid baby Yoda, 
That was right. a, that was a lot of brainlets freaking attaching to this show, and that's all you heard people talk about. Oh, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. And I think I if they like, would have done a show with like, and uh, I I think it was uh, the action was okay. It wasn't super heavy on on the, the social justice bullshit. Yeah, which I think yeah does come in with these later two episodes perhaps. Yeah, and it kind of did with the you know Gina Carano episode when she kicks his ass the way she did. And like yeah. I said, it emasculated Mando in that episode. Um, I I don't know. It, it's it, it's. I don't know what it is exactly. I know it's yeah, it's hit a it's struck a chord with people. It might be the whole, you know, weird adoptive parent thing that people just seem to be gravitating towards because they have no true parenting of their own in their life. I don't know. They got daddy issues. Let me ask know. you this question real quick. Do you think if people understood who the Mandalorians really were like their true nature and character. Do you think it'd be a turn on or turn off? Is Disney afraid to portray how the Mandal? And again, I've not read all of Karen Travis's books. Those on the list are on. I think I'm going to order them from Amazon. I've read a couple. I did. I have. Well, I retract my statement. I have read a couple of. I think Card Contact and Republic. I have read those two, but I haven't gone through all six of them. But do you think that they're like, oh no, we can't portray how? Like Candorus was, or how Mandalorians were, because like it's so violent, we can't, we can't. They and so, can't because that already got screwed. That already got changed irreparably from Dave Filoni and the Clone Wars, and we'd already had the setup of destruction of their their planet, their cities, and stuff like that from Rebels. Yeah. So we already they already laid the groundwork that you know the there wasn't not what we know of the true Mandalorians. It was already the disney mandalorians which and i wonder so why we had, they had no con they had no context for for that so so is that them sadly like, uh, i don't think i don't even think it would have just probably confused a lot of people and maybe they they probably just would have thought of them as the death watch mandalorians from clone wars <laughs> and stuff yeah. instead of like what we know of the legit mandalorians yeah. you know so no, it, it, I I think it might either just confuse people, or made them go, oh, is this the Death Watch people? But right. it just would have confused people because not anybody that's probably watching this has no clue of any of that previous stuff. Which is so sad, man, because it's such a amazing like just a just character building. Like Karen, just you know. Again, I can only speak for like the the limited amount of books that I've I've read from her, but like the Mandalorian, like the true Mandalorians, I mean, are just an amazing, just amazing story and character. And they yep. like, oh, you just like violence. Well, I mean, kind of. I'm not gonna lie, you know. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, so that's just a question I want to ask. Like, why? Like, why is it so popular? And and why did they choose to go this route? Why did they choose to do? Why did Flony choose to do? you know, uh, the death watch and, and then why they, they make this child, child of the night or children of the night or whatever, Pedro, Pasco, Philip, whatever his name is, he's a part of. Yeah. Mando's a part of like, is it because like you, we can't portray like we've one, we've already screwed it up obviously, but we can't portray them in their, their true nature because it's too violent and we're not about violence. We're about kissing babies and holding hands and social justice and all this and that. Like I, you know, 
I just wonder if they would have done a show, like a Mandalorian show, maybe based off like Candrus or or something like someone like that, like a character like that, it could have been in my mind, I felt like it could have just I mean, knocked her socks off. Because yeah. that's that's true that's true to what, you know, I'm not saying Karen Travis created Candrus, but I think Candor's did a pretty good job of portraying yeah, what the, the, the writers for, for the Old Republic did a really good job. Yeah, portraying that. And so yeah, I just bring up the question. There's so much like social justice. Geez, there's just so much stuff that you can watch these. You'll watch these shows and these episodes and you can see like stuff that's going on in our world today and, and what everybody deems relevant. And, and uh, that, I just crap my pants. <laughs> uh, I just I think that's just what really gets me, and we've talked about it. It's just you know what what could have been isn't you know because they just choose to yeah. do their own thing and, and do I it think poorly. It's, oh, I could ha- listen. We can handle poorly. I think we can <laughs> handle poorly. This is just I don't even know what something you call else it. entirely. It's, yeah, if there's anything worse than dog water, this is what it would be. <laughs> um, so what would you rate it? Two out of ten uh, again? Gotta change the score. People are just gonna be like they're just gonna make a meme like Fracture Tilter J Hitman, two out of ten. It's gonna be our name. Like <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, two out of ten. I mean I I don't I I don't know what else I mean it's just already t- I mean yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think like it's it really... a fair score. I think it's absolutely a fair score. I'm not going to argue. With, I'm not going to push back on it. There's, I, a, I there's more. Yeah, the, there's more problems than anything in it. It's just like, man. I so, just... what are your your top three issues with it? Then let's go that. Which would be hard. I mean, it might be hard and easy because there's so many problems. But narrow it down to like three three of the biggest things that you had issues with this episode. Well, I mean, that whole fight scene between him and the, and uh, the Deveronian. Okay. And the way he just tanks the freaking flamethrower like that, like it had no effect. No effect I'm sorry, whatsoever. I'm pretty sure they would still have an effect on him. Just because he yeah. looks like the devil doesn't mean he is the devil, okay? That's... <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I mean, the, uh, the of course, the Twi'lek, the Twi'leks costuming or the, the, the whole makeup for the Lekus and stuff like that looks like, yeah. looks like, as you say, dog water. Yeah, I was gonna horrendous. say, please just start, just just get get into your hate. Um, and then the the ending was just kind of stupid. It, like I said, it's like, yeah, he was gonna activate to kill him, but he didn't exactly know that. I mean, yeah, they already have some history between each other, but I mean, it didn't exactly mean that. Oh yeah, he's gonna betray him right then and there. Right, and he just got these two people killed. That. He went to whatever yeah. lengths to help him. Right. And then, of course, you know, the New Republic, who are supposedly supposed to be better than the Empire and crap, acted like the Empire and just decided to blow them the hell up blow, because yeah. they didn't actually investigate the, the situation. And they're they like, wanted, oh, they just wanted a big, ex- they just wanted a yeah. big explosion for their ending. It's like, that's oh. what they wanted. So. Yeah. so that was mine. How about you? Uh, I mean, I, I'd agree. So, like, the costumes are terrible. Um, the fight, there's a lot of fight scenes that didn't make any sense. Um, how you can have some, what appears to be somebody's head. So, a scene to where logically the dude's head should have been cut off, but he somehow survives. Like, that's, you know, again, you can't be violent for the children. It's a children's show. 
uh, children are watching. Um, uh, and then they, they tell, they're telling a story, but they give no backstory to the story that they're trying to tell. And there's a character that was in one episode, but he's, he's just done after that episode. So again, it just, it, it doesn't, this is again, my issue with book of Boba Mandalorian, they're telling a story, but I have to sit there and try to figure out, I have to put the pieces together and I have yet to really be able well, to, what's put to put together. Pieces. I mean, there's this well, like, Oh, here saying, you go. Right? Jump into the situation. Right. Like, you know, it's, why, is, it's... why are they trying to save Quinn? What, what importance does Quinn play for, for some, like for you to risk your, your neck to try to save somebody. Yeah. They didn't know. exactly give a lot of in-depth no. details of that whole situation. Yeah. We got that. His sister was there to help break him out. Right. It wasn't like she was the one paying for the job or anything. They didn't make it no. seem like that. So it was just like, let's play. High let's go, go just cause. Yeah. So again, I think that it has just been a consistent thing for me. It's like, I had, like I'm trying to put pieces together and the, pieces it's like you're trying to so basically you're trying to fill in their blanks for lack of any detail it's like detailed writing yeah it's like you got one of those those baby toys like you're trying to put a square through a circle yeah you're trying to figure like trying to figure and square peg in a round hole yeah yeah that's saying i use the square of the circle but yeah so and and just god the costumes are just so bad the storytelling is just so bad and i just i can't understand for the life of me like it's just wasted time, but again, well, it's, yeah, things just happen for the sake of happening, right? And to your point, it's like, why did you like one? Like, why would you didn't know that they were gonna betray you? You save you, you spare people that were actively trying to kill you, and then you yeah. kill somebody and they kill that somebody was that not wasn't, actively, yeah, yeah, because I mean, he, he got the brother killed too because the brother wasn't the one pushing the button and telling him to kill him. It was the fat dude. So right. it's like, okay, then, I understand being pissed at the at Harry, but why the? I mean, he did nothing to you other than trying to sweeten the deal. And then you bring the child in for a couple scenes, but again, why? Like now he's just playing hide and go seek with a droid. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah, it, it, I thought it, I, if anything, it would have like led to them trying to betray Mando, but nothing, none of that. No, they, uh, even no, though they was... clearly had some recollection of him in the guild and his issue. So, but apparently not all word has gotten around. No. And are you trying, I don't know. Are you trying to paint the picture that humans are smarter than robots? I, AI, I don't, I don't know, man. Like it's just, it's just like I told you. I told you from the get go. I think this is where I really like. I've had issues yeah, with every episode, but this is the episode that I was just as a prisoner. <laughs> I should have worn. I should have worn my orange jumpsuit watching this. It would have been accurate. Yeah, I mean, it's just painful. So I say, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's freaking one point nine two. I would. I think it's spot on. <laughs> you know, but here's the here's the last thing I want to touch on. It's like, well. You guys are just biased, and you're just gonna forever give two out of ten. And it's like, no, I've given, I've given a higher score. And they yeah. go, well, when have you given a higher score? I think I gave some of the earlier episodes. Uh, I think I gave like episode one, like a five or something. Well, the, and, yeah, that. But I'm so I gave some of them. Like, I, I was being a little more lenient in the beginning. Yeah, but I'm also talking about like, uh, like the original trilogies. I've given higher scores, and oh, yeah. they're outdated. Like the technology is outdated, and it's got a higher score. 
because you know what I mean? Because yeah. one, I get, well, you're just biased towards Lucas. Like, no, like I, I am, uh, I do defend Lucas and what he created in, in his era, but I also look at like what you've produced and what he produced. Let's compare the two and let's sit yeah. down and score it. Like, if you're going to tell me that this is better than what Lucas did and, and, and like, you're, you're just, you're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> like, there's no other way to put it. I know I shouldn't call people stupid. That's not nice. But, like, you're dumb. If you think this stuff is better than what Lucas did, I, you're going to have to try harder. You're going to have to try harder to convince me other than just saying, no, no, it's better. Like, why? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The fights, you know, we'll just do, like, you know, oh, God, it's like, we'll compare, we'll, we'll do this. You know, Force Awakens. I saw it seven times in theaters, right? I, oh, I, Jesus. I did. It's been, I saw it seven times, but to your point, I went back each time because at first I was like, okay, yeah, this is, I, I can, I can, I can, you know, deal with this. But every time I went to see it, I saw more flaws, more flaws and more flaws. And then I yeah. finally came to the realization. I was like, he just, he literally stole from a new hope. Yeah. Right. But it's like the fight scene between Kylo and Ray force awakens, right. Versus let's say a fight scene between, we'll just say Luke and Vader. What's right. I mean, like what's better? Oh God, easily Luke and Vader. Why you? I mean, the choreography is for one. You know, the choreography have, for two. The stakes of what's going on. I mean, it's just. But yeah, but that's the you that's know the it's point, yeah. And even I, I mean, you can say it's two old men sword fighting or whatever. But I mean, the Obi Wan and Vader fight. When you actually look at it in the in the context of it, that it's supposed to be supposed to be. It's you know it's it is two masters of their craft testing right. and you know trying to take the proper. They're not just going to go into it like they were on Mustafar. Right. They're a little more tempered, more honed, and everything like that. So it's going to be a different fight entirely. So you know, and then, I, yeah, Luke yeah. and Vader. It's like it's. I mean, there's just especially like I like like I said earlier about uh, Return of the Jedi. There's just a lot of stuff going on in there. Right, a lot of stakes going on, a lot of you know, a lot of emotions and stuff. It's, Do you think there's it's more to, going? Yeah. There's just more impact, more. So is it <sighs> fair to say this? Do you feel like it, there should be no excuse why they should not produce equally things that are good, if not better, than what Lucas did? Because they learned from Lucas. They worked for Lucas. Filoni himself worked for Lucas. So right. the, the no, they, they is... have the, all the tools are at their disposal. Right. That's been, that's been kind of a point for a lot of people is that, yeah, you give, give a creative infinite, basically infinite funds, but unless you don't have, so if you don't have somebody to rein them in occasionally, right. then you get kind of some bad messes. And that was like yeah. some people's point when it comes to the prequels. Nobody was there to rein in George a bit, right? Um, so you know, prequels were still better though. Oh, easily. Because, but the, this is the thing: is like, you know, they went into this just thinking they could just keep Star Wars and print money. And to a degree, right. yes, they're not wrong. But as it was, it the money the movie started to lose money they started to, and he's like yeah you could have had a rise of palpatine make whatever amount of cash it did i don't know at, off the top of my head exactly what it was but it's like yeah it was the end of this bullshit trilogy people at least had to see where the freaking hell it was going and yeah. the, the whole big problem was they had no consistent vision 
Yeah. Next person they brought in was freaking Ruin Johnson, and he apparently had his own notebooks on what he was going to do and did it. He didn't listen to any of what was supposedly, quote unquote, laid out. So, you know. It's like you got to destroy a character, but how can you destroy a character without letting everybody know that you're destroying the character? So, therefore, you do what they're doing and do it in a subtle way. Like, you know, subtle. Uh, well, for <laughs> us, subtle, subtle, but mind, for, for a child of the mouse, it may be subtle. Like, to, to have two fight scenes, and I'll go back to our conversation about Obi Wan and, and uh, Anakin. Like, to, to already have two established fight scenes, Musafar, Death Star. Mm-hmm. Right? right, and then to interject two more really destroys and undermines those two iconic fight scenes, right? Yeah. But to a child of the mouse, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, Obi Wan and Anakin are gonna fight again. They're gonna meet right. again. That's Great. They're, that's what Can't they're gonna be excited about. They don't have the mental capacity. And again, Greg, like you know." whatever. Anybody, like, you're biased, but again, no. Like if you can't see that, there's an issue. Like you're you're either one, you're oblivious, you're so you're so drunk off the Kool Aid. <laughs> but you, you know you can't it's just does that make sense or am i just no, talking I, I get what you're saying yeah i get what you're saying so um but to the point the point i was trying to make is like, i've given higher scores like i'd like the stuff you know watching you know a new hope you know the scenes you know obi-wan invader and and luke and invader and and you know even in the prequels like those are those are yeah i've given those higher scores because one not only are the the costumes amazing not only is the the fight scenes uh, amazing the choreography amazing the story the content they didn't make me put pieces together to realize what was you know what i mean like where it was going if they did lucas had a consistent concise direct well yeah that was story that's what everything boils down to is right. just having a level of consistency for your story this this we weren't asking like say, for a lot no this is like you say, like they're just throwing crap on the wall to see if it sticks. Yep. You know, so yeah, it's yeah, two out of ten. <laughs> it's it there, yeah. I said the costumes, the fight, the, the fight scenes that make sense. Like if somebody logically looks like they should die and they don't die, like yeah, that's, and, and I have to. Like, that's kind they, of a problem. That's a little bit of a problem. Just a little bit, like did he grow a head back? Like I don't, I'm not too familiar with the Divor- Davaronian race, but I'm pretty sure they're not like they don't grow. No, they don't grow back. back. Um, and then just the storytelling, like you know, I mean, there was a couple things, you know, a couple scenes that were you know humorous, but um, yeah, I wasn't I, saying much. No. And so, and here we are going towards uh, chapter seven, and see how see if they can top it. But, <sighs> <laughs> I hope people understand what we're saying. And even if you don't, like, sorry, not sorry, but it just, you have to, yeah, convince me, convince, try to convince me, try harder to convince me that this stuff's actually good. Because, like, to your point, there's bits and pieces that are humorous, but overall, it just, it's just a show. Meteor. It's like, us. like, first, what was it? For what is it supposed to be? Seven to eight episodes? Right. And they have episodes? filler episodes. All these episodes should be focused towards telling the specific But that's story. that's the thing. It just seems like everything that they've done so far with Boba and man is just filling. Like Boba had seven episodes, and five out of those episodes, or four out of those episodes, I think it's technically three, 
maybe four was it four or three mandalorian was in it so yeah. those three episodes were just the should have been episode one two and three of mandalorian three so it's just so it's like boba was just a filler to lead into mandalorian three and it's like why even do that why not just why not not do a book of boba why not not piss on you know the character and just and just wait yeah. Use COVID as an excuse, and everybody uses COVID as an excuse these days, and just wait. <laughs> Instead, you want to take a shot or a risk of creating a, a show of Boba, since he's a pretty, you know, infamous character, and then just, yeah. just crap on it. Basically. Like, it, it logically, it makes no sense. So it's just it's just feeling. Like, and I'm so excited, and, and by excited, I mean just really terrified to see or coming out with like well i saw uh, something on twitter i'll find the handle and put it on the in the comments but it's like andor ahsoka uh rogue squadron um i I, was like, I think bad batch too like there's there's like nine different shows in this picture of of, of series that they're going like kenobi was obviously in it i heard right. uh, i don't know if i heard a Vader, they're doing a vader one like i don't know but i'll find the, the handle but it's like are all these nine different shows that you're making just going to be filler? <laughs> like, why Andor? Why, like, why do a show? I don't know. Andor? I didn't think he was that popular of a character to begin with. So I don't understand why they're giving him a whole show. Rogue I mean, all it is, all it is, is just keeping it within, you know, the timeline that everybody knows, which is the Empire. Rogue Squadron. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna screw up Rogue Squadron. Are you a fan of Rogue Squadron? Did you watch? The, did you read the book? I went through a lot of the abridged, yeah, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. So you were you a fan yeah. of it? I, saw, I was talking. To, I thought you said you really enjoyed Rogue uh, Squadron. They were bad. I think I'm gonna have to. I'd have to actually read them. Yeah. Find fi- like find the, the books themselves because you know abridgments they do cut out things. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, they they were they weren't bad. They were good. I mean, I. I, it was it was definitely kind of a different setting in a sense of you know this was some of the early times of getting into the further EU stuff yeah so it was a little bit of a changeup of not having somebody yeah w- with a lightsaber and Luke Skywalker and yada 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 but um but I mean you know it, it took on this other it, going from the perspective of these of of Rogue Squadron of I think it was. Wedge that was leading it. Yeah, Wedge Antilles or whatever. It yeah. Is. yeah, Wedge Antilles. So yeah, you had that whole dynamic going on. It was good. I enjoyed it. This is the last question I want to ask. I promise. But like, are we getting away from trilogies? Because I I thought Kennedy herself quote had to find it, but I thought she said that they she like wasn't going to do trilogies anymore. That we we're going away from trilogies. And if that's the case, is that why they're doing all these shows? Doing it as TV shows, maybe. Yeah. Like I mean, I, get, might... I, I guess I can understand the argument. If you do a trilogy, now you're limited to but three I mean, movies funny, to try to tell the, a story. The funny thing is, is like the but you can't even got... tell a story in seven episodes. But the funny like, thing is, if you trim down like some of these episodes, you'd basically have one long movie for sure. You know, so it's like it's it really like... just it kind of doesn't I like mean, if you point, cut yeah. out if you cut out this episode. Well, maybe even like how. This is the thing. They do kind of introduce some characters that only appear later, but that's only if you'd seen season two. Right. And well, you know you that fact. You haven't seen season two. I have yet. seen season two, yeah. Okay, you did. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but any, um, I, mean, I mean, even within the, the confines then of this time, 
It's like, yeah, you could if you like trimmed out episodes, you'd basically have a movie, and you know, right. you wouldn't be missing a whole lot. Yeah, and, I just I'm waiting for the day if they if they screw up. If they do this heir to the empire, which I oh. we, we talked about that article, ah. like you're gonna find a new co-host because I'm gonna lose my ever living mind. But I'm uh. also I also said this: if they screw up my heir to the empire, for those that oh, of course made, they are. They already basically have. Okay, well, they did it via rebels. Everybody who's listening, PSA: heir to the empire, one of my favorite books, and I know. And if they screw up my favorite book, doing this movie or show, I'm going to hope and pray because I love Fractured Filter to death, that they screw up uh, imp, um, uh, Shadows of Empire. I hope that they do it and screw it up. Just so I... Misery loves company. How dare you? No, I, I hope you? they really don't. I hope they don't touch Shadows. I haven't... No, I, I have you know, it really. wouldn't surprise me somewhere down the line they do bring in Dash Rendar and shit. It wouldn't surprise me. You really think they would? Considering how, you know, like we've already said, it's funny how they got rid of the whole Legends continuity and yet they're they're pilfering from it every chance they get. Let's say this. I know you were... I tried to get... I know you went on... Were you on Twitch? Did the live stream uh, playing Outcast? Yeah. Okay, well, I was a little late, too. I got the notification. I... I I don't worry about it. You know, I wanted to just just say that if I don't know if they maybe played that game, they could have this whole starship or uh, galaxy star cruiser. Like I was thinking about this the other night. Like they could have if they would have played that game. Like that that Outcast game. It just it's just Star Wars at its finest. The art, yeah, everything. Absolutely. It just feels like I'm on the I'm at I'm on the level where I'm fighting the Jedi with the Cortosis armor. Cortosis, Cortosis, Cortosis. They have the Kurtosis armor? Yeah. The black armor. Oh, the Shadow Trooper guys? Shadow yeah, Trooper, yeah. yeah. And I just it's just it's so beautifully done. And it just makes you you feel like you're in you're immersed into into Star Wars. I I just had this thought the other like last night or the night before. Like if they had played that, they could have like they taken that artwork, it could have been a lot better. Uh, but again, it's just oh, them being just stubborn and refuse to to use the things that uh, at their disposal. I also just wanted to also put a shameless plug out there for Jedi Outcast. I'm going <laughs> to start playing uh, Academy, I think, tonight if nice. I do Outcast. But uh, I just, yeah. So much, so much to, it, we can go on for hours. But two out of 10, two out of 10 for me. Reasons why yep. costumes, fight scenes are just dog water and the story <laughs> is non existent. It's just, just sucking air. Wasting Pretty much, it. and I'm so excited for episode seven. Not really. <laughs> At least something I think is supposed to be happening by that by this point now. They're getting they're getting yeah. back to the story, right? Do you have any <laughs> announcements? Anything? Uh, we move into nothing. Twitch? We're not moving to nothing. In, nothing in con. Nothing too concrete. I'm I'm gonna. I want to start trying to do some more uh, Twitch plays. Uh, bit shoot, oh, bit shoot too. You said that we were doing bit shoot. I still well, I, I have bit shoot. I have um, I have all the videos shared on bit shoot rumble, uh, Odyssey. So nice, um, nice. they're just they're just basically other alt uh, YouTube alternatives. Otherwise, uh, like I said, for Twitch, I wanna I need to start I need to start working something out, and I'll either just do it on my days off or figure out like. Uh, 
like after work or something or before work. I don't know because I'm always up. Uh, I got do too. I've done. Yeah, I've I've played I've played around with Twitch, but I don't. I'm not too. Not too old. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to get the hang of. I'm still trying to learn Discord. I don't know how I feel about Discord yet. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of iffy on I'm it myself to too. Make, I'm waiting for you to to make the move, then I'll I'll follow suit. But <laughs> no, yeah, I think that yeah, the the for those go back. But otherwise, and, uh, it, it, yeah, no no exact concrete announcements that I like can just kind of recommend to anybody that happens to be listening. Just keep an eye out on the, any of our social medias. Things yeah. will get posted there. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think, uh, are you going to, are you going to start doing more Twitch play? Like I want, that's what I said. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I want to, I just haven't really thought of anything too concrete at the moment. I, uh, some of the commentary is hilarious. I was, I was watching you play what was uh, again already posted, (laughs) but some of the commentary you're saying like, are you like, ah, I just killed the game. Crap. Yeah. Uh, uh, From the get go. Yeah. yeah, That was a great, I, I, and I, I did, I, I put it up on, uh, on the YouTube channel. I edited it down. Just so it wasn't the full hour, I just got you, it. I, yeah. just, I took out the the chunks that I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep this in." Like, especially the the fact that I killed the game immediately. Yeah, you're <laughs> a lot more. You're a lot more accurate. See, I need to I need to download it for my computer because you're a lot more accurate than I am playing on a console. It took me about six <laughs> shots to kill this. Like, was, the first I felt level. like I was horrible. I was like, no, oh, but God. then you, you shot the stormtrooper and then he falls down. You're like, oh dear, or you're like, oh crap. There, or I forget what you said, but it was it was hilarious. <laughs> um, where he comes down but yeah check check uh fracture filter when he plays it's hilarious i'm not just not i'm just not saying that because he's co-host uh, oh, i thoroughly you. enjoyed myself uh, <laughs> watching it it's very funny but i also because i can just see uh your facial expressions and and kind of think like i can get like automatically think okay i think he's gonna say this next right so good stuff but yeah good stuff that's all i have all right. well to, on that note i'll say Adios. Goodbye, Adios. everyone.